Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's summertime. That means beer, cookouts, and of course golf. So the next time you're ready to tee it up, be sure to make your tee times at 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's right. You can now book tee times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Yep. Just go to www.12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page. Click the banner that says Book Like a Pro, enter your course or enter a zip code, and then select a tee time of your choice. You'll get up to 50% off each time you book through 12 Ounce Sports Radio. So when you're ready to cheat your friends like Mike did in high school, just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's the numbers 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com and book your tea times today. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new, a new edition of Craft Root Sports. I'm Mike. Uh, that's Scott laughing at me. <laughs> Joe's behind the computers. Uh, this is Craft Root Sports. Mike has icy hot on his balls my, right now. My balls really is hot right now. Um, yeah, it's punishment day here. Uh, oh my God. Scott and I are paying off uh, on a couple of our punishments. Oh. I have uh, icy hot undercarriage. Oh. Scott's going to be doing some push-ups. Andy's getting slapped later. Oh, my uh, God. So I'm be sure to face. stick around for that. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is Sports. Are you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? I'm all thrown off. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. No, it's cool. Or it's hot. <sighs> just trying to focus. It's whatever. I'm just trying to focus on not my balls. That's <laughs> what the... <laughs> here's the worst part. Okay. Here's the worst part about this punishment. The, if you've never had Icy Hot in your undercarriage before, it goes right to the balls and the tip first. And, and like, my butt is still cool. Oh. So that means it's oh, going to get so hot. It's like traveling? Yeah. Yep, it's going to, yeah, oh. right down the old, 
the old Devil's the Highway old, yeah. is uh, it's just going to get warmer and warmer. So right stick around. Uh, uh, we lost all of our viewers talking about that. Sorry, everybody. Uh, anyways, it's Craft Root Sports. Uh, great show for you guys tonight. We have uh, Degenerate Dartboard of Doom coming up later on. Uh, we're going to talk some MLB playoffs. Uh, we've got our Motherfucker of the Week poll that's going to be hitting here in a second. Um, all kinds of stuff on tap for tonight. Butler. we got to talk show. Jimmy Butler. That's the other thing. Tantrum time. About. Yes. All right, so let's let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into Motherfucker of the Week this week. Uh, Joe, hit us with the sound. There it is. Nope. All right, everybody. Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, this is the portion of the show where we uh, give you two options to choose from. You tell us who is the worst out of those two. Your first option today. Scott, I'll let you go and give the uh, the first one. <laughs> back to back. Hockey weeks. Hockey. Enough. <laughs> um, so last week it was the the championship celebration for the Capitals. They didn't mention their head coach. Well, fast forward to this week and the Nashville Predators, who had the best record in the NHL last year, meaning they won the President's Trophy. That's what's given for having the best regular season record. But yet they didn't make the Stanley Cup final. Well, this week they went on ahead. Second and round, right? They got a, they got eliminated yeah. by by Vegas, right? Yeah, they got eliminated they got, early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they, Mike's balls are tingling. Anyway, um, they they decided this week that they were going to raise a banner to commemorate the president's trophy, just being the best, which is fine. Season team, which is fine. They had, they raised three no, banners. It's not yes, they raised three banners. They raised mm. one for being uh, the division champs, which. I'll Fine-ish. allow it. President's Trophy is. I'll allow President's Trophy. That means you had the best record in the entire league last year. I will allow you to raise a banner for that. Then they did but regular the season champs. Banner. Yes, regular season champs. Regular season Western Conference champs. And they made it the way they wrote it too. Like regular season is a lot smaller than Western Conference champs. So if you're looking at it in the rafters, it's like, oh, you were the Western Conference champs in 2017, 2018. Yeah. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. You got eliminated by the Western Conference champs. It's like, we're the champs of the Western Conference. <laughs> just during the regular season, not during the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, of Nobody really. look into this. <laughs> just, uh, just accept that we put it's this up so there. It's so Bush League for a professional franchise. Oh, they lost to, to Winnipeg. Like Sorry, that. Tyson. Yes, uh, the Jets. That's who it was they lost to in the second round. Either way, unbelievable. This harkens back to um, Miami calling themselves. Was it Miami or was it no, Florida, Florida State? No, yeah, okay, Florida State. Yeah, Florida State championship rings. State made state championship rings for having beat Miami. What's worse, Florida. this or UCF yeah. calling themselves national champions last year? That was Even though that was tongue-in-cheek. There were people that were that, 100% That's fine, and it. if there were, at least they had the argument that they were undefeated and the way things are, they didn't shake out. But when you're just straight raising a banner for seemingly nothing, that... Didn't somebody just put up a banner? Me. Some college football team just put up a banner for, like, a 1940s... Like, they found some random yeah. Yeah, poll. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we did, we did a story, story, right? I forget yeah. who that was. It was but Wisconsin yeah. or Nebraska or something like that. I thought it was somebody more obscure, but you might be right. It was somebody yeah, in the some, it was somebody it Midwest was like, school. They found a poll from the 1940s, yeah. and they were like, we were the national champs in yeah. this poll. Put it up. <laughs> That's basically what Nashville did on this one. Your second option for Motherfucker of the Week is the organizers, and I don't know who exactly it is, but whoever organized this Tiger versus Phil match in Vegas that's coming up uh, Thanksgiving. They're playing for like $9 million. I blame it on the PGA if you look. 
Might not have been. There. I don't think it's a PGA. I don't think they have any affiliation with this. But they're, first of all, this whole event s- sounded so great when it was first rumored and has just continually gotten worse and worse. Like they were like, they're going to play a $9 million match play uh, match. And it's like, cool. Somebody's going to lose $9 million. And it was like, well, it's not their money. It's like, oh, well, that's not as fun then. Uh, right. And then Phil Mickelson sucks. So that's already not as fun. And then Tiger shit the bed at the Ryder Cup. So it's like, man, this is really, to be fair, they all did. Really losing steam here. Yeah. Uh, and now it's come out that there won't even be any tickets sold to the event. It's just going to be the pay per view. The only people they're going to have on the course are some VIPs. So yeah, VIPs and sponsors are going to be the only people that are allowed on the course with uh, with Tiger and Phil during this, which it's is going to make for a very weird visual product. Yeah, it's just going to be two guys golfing. Like, yeah, you're going to see random people every once in a while behind them. I don't want to watch. We're probably like, going to be encouraged not to show any reaction, right? Whatsoever. Like, and that's what we were saying before the show. They had the opportunity to make this one of the most entertaining golf events ever. Like, Hands we've down. talked about how the Ryder Cup is so much fun because people are cheering and yelling and chanting and all that bullshit. Like, they had the opportunity opportunity to do that in a two-person match stroke game for nine million dollars people could have been drunk it's in vegas they could have been drunk going crazy it would have been awesome but instead it could have been as the kids say lit it could have been lit uh but instead they decided to uh piss all over that and say (laughs) (laughs) thank you joe uh they decided to piss all over that and say they are not selling tickets so the only way that a golf fan can watch this now is on pay-per-view this is just weird. It seems like it costs them money no matter what. I mean, if you don't want the, the visuals fine and you think it's going to drive pay-per-view, as I mean, pay-per-view is going to be an option no matter what, so I don't understand why you don't sell tickets. The, sports, generally, they're not in the business of limiting their revenue. They're usually right. trying to squeeze every last right. dollar out. So the idea that they're not... Uh, like allotting more tickets than you would imagine for this. Yeah. And instead of saying, nah, they should pack the course. Don't want that. They should weird. Pack the course. Super weird. So those are your options for motherfucker of the week this week. Nashville predators for raising, especially a- the weekend that's supposed to be Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, weekend in Vegas. Yes. Like, that's prime time for people to be out yep. hanging out at right. a, a, an event like that. I mean, right. You could have you could have made so much money just on tickets alone. Yeah, it probably could have covered that nine million dollar purse. Probably could have made this more than a nine million dollar match. Probably could have made more than the pay per view will make by itself. Because I have yeah. a feeling the pay per views nobody's going to make watch as much that? as they think. Nobody's going to watch that. Yeah, they it's going to really, be stupid. They really overestimated this one. Well, so there's uh, there's your options. Uh, whoever organized that versus the Nashville Predators for motherfucker of the week. Let's talk about our beer of the week this hey. week. Yeah. Beer? <laughs> uh, the reason why Scott said that is this week's Beer of the Week is Hey Pumpkin by Denver Beer Company in Denver, Colorado. It is a 5.4% um, ABV pumpkin beer. Uh, I don't have the, the review notes up in front of me, but it's basically a pumpkin beer. Uh, um, yeah, it says traditional notes of nutmeg, cinnamon, orange on the nose with light pumpkin fruitiness and hints of clove and cardamom to round it out. What was that? What, was that? what is that? Cardamom? Cardamom. What that's, is that? This is one of those random spices that you have in your spice rack or that your, your mom had in yeah. the spice rack that never, ever gets used. It's one of those ones that just sits there. It's kind of like, like bay leaves where you just... Like, dude, bay leaves and spaghetti sauce? That's some shit right there. That's some good stuff. Really? Yeah. I've never put bay leaves in my Put a couple bay leaves really? in spaghetti sauce. Well, Take it out before you eat it, but don't... Yeah, man. Well, hey, yeah, I mean... The, this has been the the Craft Fruit Sports bite. Recipes. <laughs> no, Craft Fruit Sports <laughs> Cooking. You know. Didn't know you are going to tune in for beer and sports and get a cooking lesson. Wait, because bay leaves, aren't they... 
poisonous if you eat the bay leaf? Well, you don't eat the leaves. You just put it in there and it gives no, you no, the I flavor. That. I don't know if it's is, poisonous or not. Okay. I'm really not up on what's poisonous and, and what's This not. is why we don't I talk figure food. if it's in the store, it's okay. Like, they're not going to sell fair. poisonous stuff in the store. Well, I guess they do. Cause it, whatever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> here's what's interesting about this one, though. Uh, 3.71 uh, uh, rating on untapped, but only a 36 at rate beer. For the style, it was in like the high 40s. Which is still pretty. I was low. gonna say, which is still not. So I great. have very low expectations coming into this one. Very low expectations. Uh, Joe, I'm disappointed here, I'll let you... because we bought three cans each of this. Well, actually, we bought two cans. We would have been, but Joe's not a pumpkin beer guy. So it, Mike and I ended up with the extra can. So we get three each. Oh, it's in the tank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not as beer. That's the icy hot. <sighs> for those of you tuning in late, Mike has icy hot on his balls and his rectal <sighs> area right now for not picking correct football games. But anyway, this is the worst. This is um, the worst. This, punishment. this beer. I, I hate to use the expression when we're talking about pumpkin beers, but it's such a basic bitch pumpkin beer. There's really not much. There's n- almost nothing to it. To it. Like, and I knew very when I cracked slight. it. When I cracked it, I got no smell, no nothing. I had to stick my nose in it to get anything, and I'm like, this beer's gonna disappoint. Mm. Oh, yeah, five point four percent. It's well, that's okay. So this is two weeks in a row that we've had a pumpkin <laughs> beer that was like five and a half, and last last week's beer was five and a half. This one's five point four. Is that gonna be a trend now that like they're coming out with light? Pumpkin beers because I it's, hope not because I, I like the heavy hitters. I, I was like just gonna say pumpkin at eight percent, more of the long whole at eight percent. With the the beers, you've got all those spices and you've got all that flavor, and it masks the the, the high alcohol content. So it's a great combination. Not only are you getting all that flavor, you're getting the heavy hitter on the booze. I, I don't want to drink something that doesn't have any flavor and light on the booze. Yeah. That's a double L. Very weak sauce. Uh, so far, not impressed. We'll see. Maybe after I get through three of them, I'll feel different. Yeah. But um, I think... This uh, is a tough one. It doesn't seem like it's... No, no, no. Bad. I'm saying it's tough as in... <laughs> no, we rarely come into a beer saying... Wow, this is really disappointing. Just right out of the gates. Like, stick around and see if we change our mind on canning this. <laughs> yeah, that's never been the case. It's always been like we're this pretty is good. This well, is really good. And, and at worst, we're optimistic that okay, you know, maybe the we're just straight up saying right now this beer is probably going to be double can, most likely <laughs> triple, probably because Joe's getting a little bit too. So Joe, no doubt, is going to can. Joe's definitely actually Joe might be into this one. This may be could be. This may be one of those intro to pumpkin. Beer Hi, Eric Dietrich. What's going on, man? Hey, what's happening, Eric? Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into upper deck because we got a lot to uh, to talk about on this show. We do, um, and I'm gonna have to throw darts with icy hot. But that's balls. a reminder that Upper Deck and Craft Root Sports are brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes who are sports fans just like all of you. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty all the time, every time. If someone has a better price, they'll tell you straight up. And Minuteman isn't just about sports or concerts. They'll help you out with any tickets to literally any event you want. They'll even sell your tickets for you. And with college football here, be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your OSU football ticketing needs. Go like them on Facebook. They do weekly giveaways with merchandise, sports, and concert apparel and obviously plenty of tickets so check them out at minimantickets.com or give them a call 614-943-3000 and avoid all the fees that's 614-943-3000 
Okay, this is my favorite Upper Deck story of the week. Leading off with it. All right. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Instead of saving it for later. Yeah, no. Just right off. Heavy hitter right off the top. Just power hitter at the top of the lineup. No waiting until the fourth hole. Uh, So the defending Super Bowl champ Eagles, they've had a rough go of it so far this season. It's not been what people have expected. Maybe a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. They started with Wentz being injured, and he's come back, but still they haven't really clicked. Well... Everybody's trying to weigh in, trying to figure out ways to get them jump started and get them back to uh, the you know their championship ways. Uh, here's a unique take on uh, what they should do. What, what should they do? How should they how should they fix this? Uh, well, I was hoping that Joe was going to play the soundbite that I uh, mm. mentioned. And uh, the, nope, the there is no. Oh, yeah, mm. there is a link. It, it's wow. not set up. Just go ahead and tell people. Okay, that. cool. <laughs> uh, well, uh, former <laughs> former former linebacker Gary Cobb was on a uh, local sports uh, show that he has there in uh, Philadelphia, and he said that the the players need to not have sex. <laughs> said that the reason that they're so sluggish and that they're uh, not playing up to their uh, abilities is that they're uh, having too much sex, so they should cut out sex, and then they will play better. Uh, okay, seems so... like the opposite. No, if you if you think about it, I think this is kind like of a big boxing technique, too. They, they, they go abstinent before a match, and it's supposed to get your testosterone all fired up, and, and then you... Are, are ready to kill somebody because you you haven't been boning. I think that's the theory behind this. Just get all angry because you haven't been. Yeah. Nothing says Carson Wentz <laughs> is going to be have a killer instinct like Carson Wentz. Just not boning. But you got to think this is there's a risk rewards thing. You got to like yeah you might win some games, but there's also going to be a lot of fights in the locker room because there's going to be a lot of pissed off dudes like get the fuck away from my locker. Okay, here was the other thing that I thought of when I first heard this story was our boy Cox who was getting sued <laughs> by the dude for banging his wife. Yes, is yes. he going to abstain? No. No, <laughs> because that was the only one I, w- I thought of immediately was, I don't know if you're going to get Cox to agree to this. He seems to be- enjoy plowing that yeah. dude's wife. So <laughs> I don't know that there's any way that you can tell him, hey, you'll get back to another Super Bowl if you just stop banging that guy's wife. Hey, I was porking this married lady when I- <laughs> and we won the Super Bowl. So maybe I should just keep banging married chicks. Yeah. Oh, well, can't really argue the, the philosophy. Can't there. knock the hustle. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's, it, and it's weird that this, they said this on the news. Yes. That's this the weirdest was, part of this the was whole thing. live on a local morning news segment. That's the craziest part to me about the story. Like it's not like some podcast where it's like us and that was the sweet hot take. It was a news reporter. <laughs> yeah. Just local news guy. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I guess the Eagles just need to maybe uh, abstain and they'll be fine. <laughs> Boyle said Big Dick Nick seemed to play well in the Super Bowl with his Big Dick probably banging his hot wife. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's probably more likely than not. <laughs> Baby, listen, sorry, you can't get this Big Dick. We got to win some games. <laughs> All right, let's move on from this story. Uh, two things in this next story. First off, did you guys know that Butch Davis coaches at FIU? No clue, because last week when we contemplated doing that uh, OU story and we were yeah. talking about certain coaches and all that, Butch Davis's name got brought up, and I, I thought to myself, Butch Davis doesn't even coach anymore. Yes, he does. He coaches at FIU. He, uh, Weird. He, he has really sunk down quite a bit, although this seems to be a trend where like big-name coaches are going to these lower level like non power five schools 
yeah. and, and starting, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, so uh, I didn't know that, but this week someone asked Butch about the trend of turnover props that have been uh, apparent in the NCAA since Miami got their turnover chain last year, and now this year everybody seems to have something. Uh, Florida State's got their Dora the Explorer backpack. Uh, Oregon State apparently has a turnover chainsaw. Yeah, I did you not? No, I didn't see that. I at heard all. about that week one of this year because somebody had made a comment and I thought it was a joke, but then they're like, that doesn't sound safe to have a chainsaw on the sidelines. No. But then somebody mentioned that I guess it's a chainsaw, but like the teeth are removed. Oh, it's so. like they do in, in, uh, in haunted houses. Right. Take yeah. It. So it's just the chainsaw <laughs> that can't actually do anything. So but it's, it's basically a weird thing. Basically, every time you get a turnover, you get to grab the chainsaw and rev it a few times. Like, that sounds so dumb. Horny. Well, it's Did like you? the beavers, you know, they're cutting down wood. Yeah, that makes it even worse, actually. Womp, womp. Well, anyways, uh, somebody asked Butch Jones or Butch Davis if. Uh, if FIU was going to get a turnover prop and Butch said, quote, yeah, we got a prop. We allow them to keep their scholarships if they get a turnover. I like it. End quote. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that was keeping it 100. Which is, quote, such a dude to like, what an asshole coach to have that he's like, yeah, yeah, you get to keep your scholarship. How about that one? We let them keep their job, <laughs> non-paying job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They get to keep getting their free sweatpants. Does that imply if you don't force a turnover, you lose your scholarship? Because that's the that's I the mean, implication that I get go by what he's saying. Right. So uh, there's going to be a lot of scholarship openings at FIU next year because not everybody's going to be able to. What if you're second team or third team? You're not even. You don't even get in the game. You can't force a turnover. How about the offense? What if the uh, the yeah, offense can't be force a turnover. For an entirely new offense. Brand next new. Season. Brand new half of the team next Weird. year because Butch Davis is a douche. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Butch Davis was a douche well before. Yeah, he was. That's a good so point. So there's that. You think? What, well, do you, what do you think about Butch Davis, though, Joe? Former Browns head coach. He's dumb. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, good talk. Joe's such a man of few words, but when he when he drops, moving in, on. <laughs> poignant. I was gonna say they were good. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so this story, weird. I actually was searching out multiple sources, and no matter what source I read, it <laughs> didn't quite make sense. Um, so Antonio Brown is getting sued by a grandpa because <laughs> apparently earlier this year, back sorry, in April. I'm not laughing at this story. No, I know you're Boyle. not. I'm sorry. I, I knew, I knew it's very, un- like, very poor timing on my part to laugh right, at that yeah. comment from Because so, he almost killed a 22-year-old. Or 22-year-month-old. Yeah. But I don't usually do that. So a, a two-year-old. Uh, Antonio Brown apparently went into a fit of rage and was throwing things from his 19th floor penthouse, I guess. Like apartment, yeah, condo yeah, in Miami. whatever it is. He was throwing like vases and uh, a Dude, coffee table. Ottoman. Yeah, he was throwing all th- sorts of things out the window. Cops got called, but down below where he was throwing these things, a grandfather and his grandson almost got hit with these things. So the grandfather is We should, we should stress that. Almost. They yes, did almost. They did didn't get not, hit. Nobody yes, got hurt in, the, in the... Cops were called. Cops show up. Don't make any arrests. Basically, just calm down. Antonio Brown was super confrontational with security that showed up, with the cops. I have zero clue how he didn't 
suffer any consequences from this. There's no word on what made him go yes. into this raid. This Did has been updated. Something? Yes, this has been updated since anything. we put, so I was like, essentially, what is he so pissed about? The cops were called to his apartment a few days before that because he was out of town, and when he came back, he was missing like eighty thousand dollars in cash and a gun. Supposedly, the the cops were called okay. because all of this stuff was missing. So uh, he had security tapes checked and it looked like a cleaning crew went in, but they said they didn't take anything. There was no proof that they took anything. So it sounds like that happened. And then he's losing his mind over the fact that he lost 80 grand and a gun and just starts throwing shit out the window. So let me get this right. You lose 80 grand and then you break more of your shit. Destroy your shit. I mean, if I lost 80 grand, I'd be pretty pissed off. I don't know, know, but I'd see red. So I can't, I'd just be seeing red. I don't know what I'd do at that point. If I lost 80, first of all, if I had 80 grand, I wouldn't keep it in my apartment. That's step one. I can tell you right now, I will never in my life have 80 grand to just lose. Not at one time. Yeah, that's the- yeah. <laughs> uh, but then apparently the cops came after this incident because he said his car was stolen and the cops showed up and he answered the door and he was like, I found it and just closed the door in their face again. So he's, oh, now that's that's different. Or were you? Oh, I thought you were. Just, he was just shaking his head at the absurdity. Gotcha. I thought you were saying, no, that's not the case anymore. OK, sorry. Uh, sorry, Joe. I, I apologize. I misread that. Anyways. Brown is bananas. No, the story is super weird, and I can't believe it didn't break until this week. This happened back in April, and it, it, perfect prime off-season NFL time fodder for you know NFL players to be getting in trouble doing things. I cannot believe that this didn't surface till now, and the only reason it seems like it's surfacing is because of this lawsuit. Like we right. wouldn't know if this grandfather wasn't like, hey, you know, you could have really done harm to my grandchild. Well, there was rumblings of like Antonio Brown having off-season issues. Yeah, but, but not nothing. Yeah, nothing that came out. Like. This, yeah, this, so, uh, like, really a bizarre story of Antonio Brown nearly hurting this two-year-old. Yeah, and uh, and the thing is, it was unintentional. But I mean, also, don't be throwing but things you out the window because you never know what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're suing because they said that the kid is like afraid to go. He's had, he has like emotional trauma. He's had issues sleeping, and Which, I mean, I guess if you had things flying through the air, right? At you, like I'd at be afraid age. to go outside at that age. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not going outside ever again because a chair is going to fall on my head. Uh, crazy. Brown has denied these allegations. He said the lawsuit's false and. He looks forward to proving himself in court, so we'll we'll see how that one turns out. Uh, Better than this beer, I bet. <laughs> all right, UFC 229. Uh, Robert Taylor says he wishes he could watch this live. Uh, sorry, man, you were just about to get your shout out to UCF. Uh, UFC 229 was absolutely crazy. Robert Taylor called it 100%. Joe was also right in the pick. Khabib choked out Connor in the fourth round. Um, and if you've been living under a rock, you would know by this point, a huge melee ensued afterwards. Khabib did his best macho man impression, jumped over the cage, started fighting one of the dudes from Connor's corner, uh, because apparently the dude was yelling horrible racist, uh, like anti-Muslim stuff at him all match long. And Khabib was finally like, all right, motherfucker. He threw his mouthpiece at him and then <laughs> dove over the cage and beat the shit out of him. Uh, and then Khabib's brother, uh, he went full run-in character from the WWF, and he jumped into the octagon and attacked Connor. Um, so crazy all around. They're still trying to sort out all that mess. But after all that craziness, you would think these fighters would be all amped up. Like ready to go, fired up. Mm-hmm. Connor probably doing some coke, no like doubt. all oh, kinds well, of shit. 
we don't have un, any confirmed reports that he wasn't doing that, right who knows what connor did but we do know what khabib did khabib yes. uh celebrated that fight in uh probably the most khabib way possible and no i'm not talking about making homeless people do push-ups for money um Jesus, i forgot about that yeah right yeah he's an asshole uh, everybody's like "Ooh, he's a class act look at him he's standing up for his brother he's gonna pull no he's a piece of shit uh but anyways after the fight he went back to his room Threw on a robe, invited his friends over for pizza, and then rewatched the fight. <laughs> like he just sat down and That's watched weird. the fight with his friends, <laughs> which is kind of a baller move. Like I, I, I mean, respect it's definitely that. baller. And that, hey guys, come on over and just watch this fight I just won. But it's just an odd thing to do, right? Not just one, moment. like dominated from start True. to finish. He, I think he lost one round, but outside of that, he just controlled that fight nonstop. Mm. Uh, but it's such a baller move to just have your friends over and like hey watch me beat the shit out of this guy <laughs> you guys were there right remember when i did that to him that was cool <laughs> i wonder what he did once the melee broke out at the end in the, in the all room right guys well it's time to go to bed <laughs> we don't need to see this we, we know what happened that's fine it's cool hey guys this is the part where i lost two million dollars check this out <laughs> that was cool right <laughs> moving on moving on okay cool <laughs> Awkward transition. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the MLB playoffs here in a second. But, uh, yeah, my Braves are out, so it's kind of whatever. Yankees are out, so I'm happy. But um, in the Braves series against the Dodgers in Game 3 in Atlanta, Braves loaded the bases early and eventual, I'm hoping, rookie of the year, Ronald Acuna came to the plate. And I was sitting there texting with my buddy who lives in Atlanta, who actually ended up going to game four because he had tickets prior to uh, the start of the series. But I had said, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my mind if Acuna comes up and hits a grand slam. Like, I'm going to just freak out. <laughs> and sure enough, he comes up and hits a grand slam. I freaked out. That's fine. I got a I got a, a text from my wife upstairs who said, you're going to wake the kids, and if you wake them up, I'm sending them down to you. At which point I said, Acuna just hit a grand slam. I don't care. Send them down. <laughs> That's all fine because I didn't go super crazy with it. As a user on Twitter, uh, user cpanel. 223 tweeted out uh, just before Acuna hit the grand slam quote if Acuna slams this I will tattoo his face on my forearm no lie hashtag for each other end quote Acuna obviously hit the grand slam and I thought I had heard about this during the game uh, I, you know I'm sitting there scrolling through Twitter and in between innings and whatnot and I heard something about it and I thought god man people are weird this day and age doing stuff like that and yeah well it's probably the last time we'll hear about it but today Today, the day of the show, she uh, there were accounts. She had tweeted out the picture. She did get Ronald Acuna's picture, her face, <laughs> tattooed on her right forearm with his signature underneath. And as Mike pointed out when I had uh, mentioned this story to the group, it wasn't hidden. It's not as if she has a bunch of tattoos and then she kind of just no, it's like, like cobbled it together. Right she, there on bare the Bare arm, just in black. His face tattooed on her forearm. So shout out to her, but Braves got eliminated, and now she has this tattoo of Ronald Cunha. Here's the crazy thing: like I'm, I'm scared to buy somebody's jersey in the fear yes. that they get traded. Yes. Like what happens when he gets traded or leaves First of in all, free agency? Don't you put that. 
I'm just saying, like, what happens you do down the road? No, he's staying forever. Okay, he's the next Chipper Jones. Okay, he won't ever leave. Okay, uh, but when he if does, if he ever wears Yankee pinstripes, I'll kill everyone. <laughs> everyone. When he does leave, and this girl, so let's say he does that. Let's say he rips Braves fans' hearts out. Maybe he doesn't even. He leaves a free agency and goes to like the Mets or something. Like just right, yeah, that would kill you, right? And this girl then has to go the rest of her life with his face tattooed on her. Well, this is why you don't do it. This is why you just jump around in your living room and get threats of having your children sent down to you instead of. Should we add a tattoo punishment? No, 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 we shouldn't. I'm not doing that. So, all right, last last story of the week. Uh, Apparently, this is the big news. People in Wisconsin can drink like what? really well they're really good at it no they're, way. they're like professional drinkers is uh, that why their baseball team is called the brewers possibly huh. Weird. <laughs> uh, a bar in denver found this out the hard way this past week uh it's a bar called swankies which mm, sounds did swanky. not look very swanky and i'm guessing if you have a crew of rowdy wisconsin people coming in it's probably not a high dollar swanky like ah oh, let me get that merlot uh, Swanky sounds like they have a lot of two dollar beer nights. Yes. Let's just put it that way. Swanky's is like the place where you drink it out of a bucket. Yeah, like, like they're like, "Hey, it's our bucket special, man." I don't know why they talk like that in Denver, but they do. Uh, right, in anyways. Denver and Milwaukee, you mean? No, this bar is in Denver. These people went to Denver. Wait, what? Yes. Hold on. Were... When I read this story, I thought this was in Milwaukee. No, they're Wisconsin fans. There are people from Wisconsin okay. that were in Denver. Okay, so they they went to Denver, and as they were there, they were like, "Let's go to Swanky's and watch the Packers and Lions and watch the Brewers play." I completely well, hold on. missed oh. that part of the story. Who, who did they play? Uh, Packers versus who? Packers and Lions. Yeah, where's the, where are the Lions? Not Denver. Detroit. Didn't yeah, you but just the say Rockies. Denver? No. Yeah, yeah, but there were Rockies. What? were playing the the Brewers were playing the Rockies. <laughs> were they in? Right. Were they in Colorado for that game? Yeah, the Brewers in yeah, yeah, because that was okay. The last so game. there it is. Okay, there's the connection. No, no, no. But I, I missed that completely. When I didn't I read think they this were story. in. I thought they were in Milwaukee. That's, That's fine. Why. But I mean, these guys traveled to Anyways, Denver. Yes, they were in Denver. To drink all of their booze. There's the story. Thanks for killing the <laughs> yeah, way to get out in front of that one. There, Scott. We are just sorry. Killing it. Swanky's was closed <laughs> on Monday. Uh, they're really hurting right now. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Vic says to give me a wedgie. That's not part of this. Uh, no, as a matter of fact, um, while I finish the story, Scott, drop and give me 10. Damn uh, <laughs> Scott's going to pay up on his drill sergeant punishment tonight. So, he's got to do 10 push-ups whenever Joe and I tell him to. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that's 10 for, uh, for, for... Make sure he's doing them right, Joe. Uh, so, anyways, Swanky's was closed. There was a sign posted... Uh, on Swanky's door on Monday that said, Swanky's is closed today. A funny thing happened. A bunch of Wisconsinites came to town and ate all of our food and drank all of our booze. Go Brew Crew. Go Pack Go. Uh, crazy way to celebrate there. Drinking a bar out of all of their booze. In like, Denver. You have to drink... You have to drink some really crappy booze to drink all of the booze in a bar. This proves that they have no standards. Like, <laughs> right. it's just like, hey, I just want alcohol in this glass and just keep it flowing. I don't care what I it is. I don't care. Just fill it up. And Swaggy's is like, sir, we can't fill up the bucket with Jose Cuervo. And it's like, that's what I said, <laughs> goddammit. This has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Minuteman Tickets and by Swaggy's. Denver and Detroit. <laughs> Swankies. What a...
We should call it. They should pay us money for all of that we advertisement. We should have done an interview did. with somebody from Swank. He's just called them up and be like, hey. Mm, that would have been good. It's always good when we think of things after the fact. During the show. Yeah, We fantastic. do that a lot. We're yeah. good at that. Uh, all right. Anyways. We plan well. My balls are killing me right now. Mm. This is awful. I don't like this at all. This is the worst punishment, and I hate Joe. But if you guys have a punishment, be sure to uh, hit us up. You can, we're still offering $50 in Miniman, take, uh, Miniman gift certificates to the best idea. We've gotten a couple that have come through. Nothing that's really wowed us, so come up with, uh, with a good punishment. We still might use your punishment, but the, the best we're one. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and open up the drunk line. 440-37-DRUNK is the number, so if you guys have anything you want to talk about, feel free to call in, especially the two people that called as soon as we went live again. It's like everybody tries to get in. We We have like advertisers we have to do we we've got like a whole thing at the beginning of the show you got to wait a little bit a little bit folks uh so the, the drunk line is open four four zero thirty seven drunk let's talk about the topic that we were going to talk about three weeks ago and have continued to push out every single time uh now that it is mlb playoffs uh playoffs uh the one thing that we see constantly is the champagne shower. Let's give credit where credit's due. Joe asked the question. He did. <laughs> asked us, is it Bush League or amateur to be doing champagne showers? And we just we figured this out. We we're talking about it pre-show. It's an MLB-only thing where they shower each other after they win or after getting to the playoffs, whether it's wild card, division, whatever. They shower each other once they get past the divisional round. They shower each other once they get past the championship round, and then, you know, if they win the World Series. But they shower at the wild card round, too. Those two te- Now that there's a wild oh, card yeah, game. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think so about that. So if a wild card well, team. No, 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 but that, of course, I, I, I did say that's getting into the playoffs. So that team getting into the playoffs. No, but, the, but what mean, I'm saying. that's one extra team essentially doing it, but it's still getting right. into the playoffs. If a wild card team wins the World Series, they champagne shower as soon as they qualify for the wild card game. So they would have they done shower five times. <laughs> at the wild card game once they win it. They shower in the no. I don't division. think anybody does it for qualifying for the wild card game. No. Yes, they do to really? get into the playoffs. Yeah. If no, you... no, 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 no. I know to get in the playoffs, but not to play in the wild card game. Then absolutely, teams are doing that because mm, it's have like to look that up. Yes, I don't remember. I, I because there guarantee a, you there are there teams that have done. Teams. Who were the wild card teams? Uh, this year it was Oakland, New York. Um, and it was dude Chicago, Chicago and who was it? Colorado. No, 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 no. They played for the right to be in that wild card game. Chicago, no, I Colorado, know. Milwaukee. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, Colorado or Milwaukee didn't do it just getting. What I'm saying that. is, Colorado beat Chicago. Did Colorado do a champagne shower after beating Chicago? No, they didn't. That's what I'm. Have teams you. done it in the past? No, because I've, this is the first time right, it's I'm ever been like that. It's not the first time there's been a wild card game. This is the first time where there's a game to decide who is then going to play. No, I know that. What I'm saying is, let's say a team is now the number. No, I was gonna say, dude, you're wrong. Let's say a team at the end of the season, a team becomes the first wild card team. They clinch the wild card spot. Boom, champagne shower. You're telling me nobody's ever champagne shower after no, wild card. Wild card teams don't champagne shower. Like they champagne shower once they get that divisional spot like once they are the team that goes into the division but playing in the wild card game no that's that's not where the shower happens mm, i disagree 
I mean, you're wrong. <laughs> disagree all you You're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. You can disagree all you want, you but you're wrong. <laughs> I'm so glad that Joe's here because I'm like, we have, that's never we happened. We have two missed calls. Keep an eye on the screen. Whoever that was that was calling, try to call back in again because <laughs> uh, that was a number I didn't Okay, I didn't but either way, either way, the whole point of the conversation is how how much is too much when it comes to doing all of the it. champagne All of challenge. this is too much. Like It should be after you win the World Series. Maybe when you win the pennant. I was going to say, maybe. I was going to say, getting to the World Series, I can make an argument for, like the National League and American League champions, each maybe having that. I, I can argue for that. But the, yeah, man, the, the ones before. And, I, I, and when Joe originally asked the question, I said, well, it's weird for teams, especially that make it year after year. I remember watching the Braves win the division year after year after year and them always doing it and thinking, yeah, nobody cares about the division title. I mean, yes, it's nice and you want to get in and all that, but I always felt like they're as much as you want to be, you know, act like you're never going to get there and like you've never been there before. But it was always just, this is just business. I mean, act like you have been there before because you have for X amount of years in a row. And that's not the goal. I understand team. If the Marlins were to, you know, get in the playoffs for any reason, you get it because it's once every decade maybe that they make the playoffs. But for teams that, I don't know, are frequently there or, you know, the Red Sox doing it just for getting in or whatever, yet y'all won 113 games or whatever it was. You knew you were in months ago. Did you? Are you celebrating just getting in? Are you celebrating getting past the division? Or is the whole point of having 113 wins because you're a favorite to win the World Series? Do you need to celebrate every time? I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to me. I had to go all the way back to October 4th of 2017 when the Yankees had a champagne shower for beating the Twins in the wild card game. Yeah, in the wild card yeah, game, they man. Beat the one. But they don't get one you, before they what, get to the wild what card. What I'm game. telling you is, you're wrong. You just just said, stop. No, just stop. hang you're on. Wrong. You just said you would understand if a team did a champagne shower for qualifying for the playoffs, right? You just said that, like a qualifying. A team, yes, qualifying for the playoffs. Are the are the wild cards not the playoffs now? Is that what you're trying to tell me, bro? So if a shitty team, no, no, if a shitty you're, team you're, wins you're, the wild card, you're not you're not even arguing. Yourself. Yeah, you're not even arguing your own point. Correctly. I am arguing my own point. I am saying there's a possibility for a team to. Do a champagne shower as soon as they clinch a wild card spot. I'm saying they w- they could do a champagne shower as soon as they win that wild card game. They could do it again in the AL but, or NLDS. But, but what I'm saying then, is nobody's done it for clinching a wild card spot. They, I'm not. They I'm, want. They won the wild card okay. game. We'll is find what you out. Just, now, you is keep what you talking. just said. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> what am I missing here? You're arguing your own point wrong. I'm not arguing my own point wrong. You're not understanding what the fuck I'm saying. I, I am completely understand what you're saying, and I'm telling you, you are not right. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Keep talking. Hey, by the way, the A's celebrated clinching playoff berth with champagne showers. Mm, playoff berth in the uh, the wild card, right? Okay, cool. So teams do it. Got it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so the A's did a champagne shower because they got to the wild card game. Exactly what I was just saying. So teams can do it once they clinch a wild card. They can do it when they win the wild card. Then in each of the following rounds. Bottom line, it's too much goddamn champagne. <laughs> That's what we what agree is, What the fuck? Why is this a thing in baseball to I, do all know. of the champagne? I, n- nobody knows. It's, it's, a, it's a weird thing because no other sport. And, and baseball, as far as playoffs go, 
when you're not talking about a one game thing, baseball. You owe me an apology for muting my mic. Basketball, <laughs> basketball, because <laughs> I hockey. fucking knew I was gonna find it. Tone. <laughs> <laughs> And, and hockey, they all have like the same amount of games. Your dad even said it's icy stuff. hot to the brain. No, I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I knew there were teams that champagne shower for qualifying for the wild. So Cup. I don't understand why there are so many. It's really weird to me. It's almost like MLB has a deal with like some champagne provider, and they're like, "It's cool. We'll just put this in the locker room anytime." Yeah. Uh, and just let dudes spray. I mean, at either least that, that would be an explanation. Either that or they've got to deal with uh, ski goggles. And, like, yeah, that could also be. Why do option. they have to wear ski goggles? Can't you just, like, get champagne in your face? Who cares? That actually hurts a lot. Is it worse than icy hot to your balls? I mean, I they're don't know. Pussies. I've never done either. But <laughs> I've never done either, but my guess is they both suck equally. So it's kind of like you're winning a championship right now. What a shit. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> It's kind of like I just clinched a wild card berth right now. <laughs> That's definitely the equivalent. That's Maybe sure. what they should do is just slowly, gradually build to a champagne. Like when you clinch the wild card, they just give you like Miller High Life. And it's like, no, 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 no. Cool, you should thanks. even. It should start with like Lacroix. You should move your way up through carbonated Here's water bottles and. Then- <laughs> Yeah, I'd you be okay with You don't that. even get bubbles at first. You get yeah. bottled water. Go I'd ahead and spray I'd be okay with that if they just graduated <laughs> through all of the carbonated drinks. That would be fine with Here's me. Sprite for winning the wild card. Yeah, Congrats. yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it would go to, let's see, what would be next? Winning the division would be hams. You'd get some hams in there. Uh, Joe wouldn't participate. He'd be totally out if it was hams. Which is weird because, I mean, you don't have to drink it. You just spray it. So, I mean, sure, you should be in. Uh, championship series, you get good beer. And then winning the World Series, champagne shower. You, <laughs> you get that $9 bottle of champagne. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see this in other sports, though. Like, I don't want to be the grumpy old man that's just like, well, why are these guys just always having fun? Blah. Like, that's where I kind of feel like I'm working in other sports. Because in hockey, they've got all that equipment and, and everything's still on. So, do they spraying do it? each other? Do with hockey everything? teams do it uh, no. after, like, getting to the Stanley no, Cup? Because no, I know they, they don't they, touch they the get, trophy. And yeah, it's no, no. A no big they get deal. the cup and they're on the ice and everything and the trophy presentation. I mean, they may go back, but it's not one of the things with, like, with baseball. They take the cameras into the locker rooms. Right. You see all that. Baseball's the only one that you see that celebration play out. That's so on, weird. You know, Baseball's so weird. For the sport that's like such a curmudgeon, that they're seems, the ones that, that like have like, the most fun in the playoffs. Well, and that seems like something that would be anti-baseball because you know that they didn't do that at one point and right. you would think that oh no you can't do that because i mean tradition says the unwritten rules of baseball right. say you can't celebrate <laughs> until you actually win it all if you celebrate after you win the <laughs> next year that team gets to plunk the first batter they face <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean that, yeah the more we talk this out and think about it it is really weird and odd that baseball is the one that does this i don't i don't get it at all because i i would, actually no and i seriously i would actually this would be a question that i'd like to ask the commissioner like what do you think about the the celebrations i mean obviously he probably doesn't have a problem with it but just in context of 
other sports don't do it, but baseball does. Yeah. Does it really, when you start thinking about it, does it make sense that baseball does it so much more than everybody else? That's what I'm saying. Like the, I feel like, and again, I don't, the, that's the one thing that bothers me about this whole thing. Like it, it pisses me off when they do it at some of these earlier rounds. Cause I'm just like, this is stupid. Why are you doing this? Oh, but yeah. then I don't, like I said, I don't want to be the guy that's just like, stop having fun. Like at well, the end my, of the day, these uh, are still dudes playing a game for a living. So yeah, you, fuck it. Do a champagne shower every game. That's what I would, if I coached game. a team, I would do a champagne <laughs> shower after every win. The Red Sox 113 <laughs> just, times. Just each By other. the time they get to the World Series, they're just over it. They're like, ah, eh, all right, Well, cool. that would deter, wouldn't it? Right? <laughs> It's just it's April and they're like, This is stupid, yeah. coach. Spray that champagne, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, man. It's it's really weird. I don't know and I mean I I again, as much as I say, well, the Braves should have been business like and it wasn't the goal to win. You you do have players though that turn over and the, the, there's new guys and guys that have never experienced never that. got there right yeah and right. so it's hard to say well the team or the franchise should act as a, a certain right. way but there's guys on there that are like hey I mean I've never done this or you know I've never made it to the wild card game let me <laughs> spray the champagne <laughs> yeah like I, I've been playing for the Marlins my whole career I've never celebrated shit and I just got traded here can can we spray each other I mean I got some Fago out in my car I'll do that I don't care I, I just I just want to celebrate, guys. So to recap, I think we've gotten to a point where we understand the way this should be. Either do it after every win all season long. I'm all in. Or graduate up to the champagne throughout yes. the playoffs and start I'm with just bullshit liquid. I'm totally with that. I'm with both of them. I think because, the graduation one is a good idea. I think that's that'd be super that's fun solid. to watch because it's just like, oh, come on, hams. <laughs> No, like I said, the LaCroix. <laughs> ah, I got raspberry pomegranate in my life. Ah. All right, guys, come on. We got to hold this lead because there's a bunch of hands waiting for us back there. Uh, all right. How you feeling about the playoffs? We're down to the final four. I just said Braves are out. Yankees are out. My job here is done. I'll see you in April. <laughs> but who? I mean, you don't have anybody. You just want to just watch at this uh, point. Well, yeah. No, th this is where baseball becomes baseball for me and just the pure love of baseball. I can watch the games and enjoy them and not really have a rooting interest. I did say that because of the chaos and because I think it would be funny and MLB is over there shitting bricks. I always root for the worst possible scenario ratings. <laughs> the, the ratings killer. And, yeah. and, and so Brewers Astros, <laughs> nobody outside of those two markets has won in that World Series. Like MLB right now is, is hoping to God that no matter what happens, somehow Boston makes it. Because Boston, well, and, and LA, LA, obviously, yeah. but that's the World Series they won is Boston, LA. Right. Ah, the big markets, <laughs> tradition, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the one that they really want. They're, they're, Probably going to try to rig it so that that happens somehow. I don't know how, but there'll be some controversial call that'll make sure that that somehow happens. But me, I definitely want to see just Houston, Milwaukee. Dude, I... Because have... I think it would be... Oh, and actually, to be honest with you, though, I really think that Milwaukee is the best team in the National They League. are, and they're so much fun to watch, man. Like, they the are. Brewers are such a fun team to watch. They really are. And again, it takes appreciation of baseball because they're not... They don't have a lot of household names, and they're not just hitting home runs. They play really good baseball, and yeah. so I mean that's that's why I enjoy them. But I don't, I really I don't have anything against any of the teams left. So you know I I just hope for good series, like good games. Yankees are out. 
<laughs> fuck them. And, <laughs> and Braves are out, so I don't have like a real rooting interest. So, I, you know, I can just sit back and enjoy. It's I good. just want, I agree. I just want some good series because so far we have not had any good series to really watch. All the Boston-New York series was probably the best one to watch. Really and though? even that was... There was a 16-1 to 1 game in that series. And that's the well, playoffs. But that's I just not mean, supposed to happen. I just mean in terms of, like, you're not getting... It's not like a, a sweep or... Like, it actually went a decent amount in well, that. Well, I mean... It didn't go any further. Braves went. That's a good point. Four games. That's a good point. That they went, went four, four games. Too. <laughs> I forgot well, the one the got swept. And they were 40, like I mean, I forgot the Braves went four. I yeah. thought they got swept. No, That's I mean, my it, bad. It's fine because it, it, it was a very forgettable series from the standpoint of I went in not expecting the Braves to win, and so I actually said if they win a game, it'll be fine. Of course, I, I wish they would have won it. But I knew that they were overmatched and they weren't the better team. If they so win a game, fine. I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm getting somebody's <laughs> face tattooed on my forehead. Jessica says, let's go Sox. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like the so Red the Sox are still Sox the favorites. I talked with Sports Stance. Shout out to Sports Stance on uh, Twitter, one of our uh, leading, show friends. Leading, leading the pick our, yes. right now. Greg is killing it. Well, and I was talking to him Ugh. earlier in the week about how I, don't like I, I feel about the Red Sox and the fact that they're essentially the Yankees, but they haven't inflicted the same amount of pain on me. They spend the same amount. Their fans suck just as much for the most part. Uh, you know, same division. You same could everything. almost like, argue their fans are worse because you could. The Yankees fans, no matter what, whenever you talk to the Yankees fans, it's always twenty-seven rings. Right? Yeah. Boston fans have that same bravado with one ring to back it up basically like they're just like we won in 04 so now we can talk all the shit we want they won in 07 i know but i'm saying 04 was like the floodgates like they yeah yeah i know that's when they started that was now they're now they're on the same level as the yankees without the history to back it up right and it's so to me they're just carbon copies of each other it just so happens that one didn't beat me three times in the world (laughs) series and so i don't have the the hate for it that's all it boils down to but i'm like i always say that boston is a necessary evil because they stop the Yankees or they have the ability to stop the Yankees. And that's all the purpose they serve for me. Once they serve that purpose, I don't really care about it. I just love that the Yankees went like all in with these huge names, big contracts, oh, yeah. tons of like money. They usually do. And still came up short. out of the first round. Yeah. Like, cool. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so sweet to see that happen. Um, all right. Anyways, Anything else you want to say baseball-wise? Nah, I mean, it is what it is. It's almost done. I mean, we're getting to the point where we're going to have to talk about baseball again, unless some shit happens. Are we? I mean, it's football. Plenty of, plenty of football. Still have the World Series, so we're going to have to talk about baseball again. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't <laughs> mind talking about football or baseball. It just... I just feel at this point, baseball's so beat to death. Like... For a while, that's all you have to talk about is baseball and random football players getting arrested in the offseason. And that's it. And, mm-hmm. it. and then a little bit of basketball, even though basketball isn't as entertaining because it's predetermined pretty much. Um, Speaking at of this basketball, point, it's like, do we want to talk about basketball? Thank you for that's picking up on the transition. Segue. Thank you, sir. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I yes. do. It's like I've done this once or twice. Uh, big news in the NBA this week was Jimmy Butler went freaking crazy. Uh, apparently lost his mind at practice. That's not an overstatement. They had him playing with the third string. Like he was playing, scrimmaging with the third string and he beat the starters and he started screaming at the GM and the coach and he said, you fucking need me and went off on his team. He staged a coup, (laughs) essentially, (laughs) is what he did at practice. 
Um, which is interesting. Which, because- so we should back up. So all off season prior to everything getting underway and, and all these preseason games getting ready, and the season starts next week. Jimmy Butler trade rumors, and it's basically been assumed he's not going to be there. He was asking for a trade. Yeah, wasn't well, he, he wanted he out. He asked for a trade, but then it was, you know, things were progressing, and it looked like last week or like recently, there was even reports this week that a, a deal got nixed in like the 11th hour for him to go to Miami. And so he's basically. Ooh, and that's been, where he wanted to go to. Yeah, and he's been living under the assumption that he's not going to be there. And so practices start. Here he still is, and you know they've set all off season that they'd have to be blown away, and he just lost his mind in practice and went after anybody and everybody. And then five minutes after practice was over, went over and had an interview with Rachel Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest shit I think I've ever seen from a guy who requested a trade as far as blowing up in a public setting and then immediately going and doing a sit-down interview like in the hallway from where he was. You got to be scared of a guy that's able to turn it on and off like that, right? Like that's kind of terrifying. To acquire a guy like that, you think, hmm. Right. If that's what he's doing to his current team, <laughs> what could he do to us? Yeah, it's bizarre. This dude's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so um, I guess the, this begs the question, what does Minnesota do now with, with Butler? Well, they like, canceled practice today. <laughs> you can't keep canceling practice. You <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was like, but at some point, that's not an option. I, but I don't really know. I mean, if you're Jimmy Butler, you think this is gonna force their hand. They'll have to trade me after this because you you can't keep. Do you me. think I'm that's toxic. why he did it? Do you think the Absolutely. whole purpose was just to... that he, he was trying to force the issue? But doesn't more. that hurt your trade value? To do? I guess you don't care yeah, what the say, other team you gets. Don't give a you crap don't... about your trade right. value. You just want to be gone. And so his whole intent was to do that. But I mean, I don't know. We talked about it when this whole thing came up a few months ago, and we said, I mean, if you're the team and you have all the leverage that they have don't you kind of double down and basically it's a who blinks first situation. I mean, Jimmy can't really do anything if he doesn't show up or whatever, they can find him and do all that. And if they really don't want to, they don't have to trade him. Right. And and I mean, all Jimmy can do is do this and, and not show up and get fined. And I mean, he's trying to get paid. So I don't know. I could see, I could see this being another Kawhi situation. Where he has an injury, the team doctors say he's fine to play with, but he says I'm just not right. I can't. Well, yeah, but I can't di- do it. But the difference there is that Kawhi then didn't say anything. He just stayed in silence. If you're Jimmy Butler, I'd imagine, nah, man, I got this injury, and I mean, I'm just not gonna play every day and just blowing up. So it right. would be even more awkward than the Kawhi situation, right? But I, I feel like that's the next step. If they're not gonna trade him, like if his plan was, I'm gonna blow up at practice. So you're saying he'll take James Harrison's advice? Ah, yep. Oh, uh, I gave it my all in practice. Uh, <laughs> can't do it. Gave coach. it my all in practice, and it, ooh, God, I got some flaring up, some back tightness. You know, the thing you can't check for. That's what it is. My back's tight. And I can't, I can't do the thing that I need to do. But I, you know what? It's a very awkward and contentious situation. I would not want to be a member of that team, of that organization, or I wouldn't want to be a, Mo, uh, a Milwaukee. I was going to say that Milwaukee just a second, but I got Milwaukee in the brain. I wouldn't be, want to be a Minnesota fan because there's just all of this, what the hell? Last, I, last year on paper when they got Jimmy Butler, it was Oh my God, this team is interesting and they could challenge for, you know, middle of the road spot in the playoffs in the West a year later and it's all blown to shit. 
It's so weird. And I, I, I feel like there's this shift in sports in general, like not just the NBA, but it's all over where the power is shifting back to the players away from the owners. And you're seeing more and more guys take control of their situation, willing to sit out. I mean, these guys make millions of dollars. So they're at a point where they can sit out like screw it. Yeah. You want to find me? Cool. I got enough money. I don't give a shit. I'll sit here and wait my, I'll wait it out. I don't care. And I, I kind of like that. I like the fact that players are dictating where they're going to go. And I hope it leads to a shift where dudes aren't like locked up to teams like they are now. Cause if you think about it, sports is one of the only industries where you don't get to pick where you work. Like you get, you get told where you're, you get to, which you, we've talked about before is super weird. It's borderline slave trade is basically what it is. Only with money. I, I don't want to make See, that when, comparison. When you say it, then it makes it. Right. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to come out here and say that these million dollar athletes are slaves. I'm not saying that, but it is weird that they, it's kind of like they're trading. <laughs> Well played by Joe on the sound cue. <laughs> Joe, that's why we keep you around, man, right there. That was well done. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, my point being, I do like the fact that players are taking some of this power back away from the owners. Screw the owners. Like, And that's what drives me crazy when people side with owners in disputes like this because you're siding with the, the – everybody always points to, ah, he's a millionaire. He doesn't need – like, just shut up and play. This is ridiculous. You're hurting your team. You're siding with the billionaire over the millionaire. Which blows my it's mind. It's crazy to everybody like makes it out like uh, like teams have so much loyalty to a player that a player should reciprocate and give all that loyalty back to the team. Those guys will cut them in a second. They don't care at all. It is all about money. They don't care. They would trade Jimmy Butler in a second if they could get what they want back out of it. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the whole point of doubling down on that trading them is because they they knew from right. the get go that oh we're gonna get low balled and we're never gonna get you know yeah commiserate value so we'll just we'll and just now now they're really not gonna get the oh. value that they want so Jimmy Butler kind of screwed himself with this if the plan was I'm gonna go up and blow up and then you're gonna say I'm toxic and you have to trade me now the Minnesota's not gonna entertain any offers because it's gonna be all garbage. They're not going to get any high-end talent for them now. Yeah, cause because if you're in a team out there, you're like, yeah, we just already did, so good luck with Dude's that. crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude's crazy. Like, what? every owner is sitting there thinking, when is he going to do that to my team? Because eventually he might, and that's, that's where he hurts his case in, right. in this. He should have just faked the injury. <laughs> he should have just <laughs> gone that route. Sit out, fake the injury. James Harrison was ahead of his time. He really was. <laughs> <laughs> James Harrison went to a whole new city and played an entire right. year just faking it for a season. Hey, young bloods, <laughs> young, young bloods, I've been doing this for a while now. I'm just letting you know this is how you got to play. Listen, it. son, here's what you want to do <laughs> uh, when you're when you don't want to. You just go to Cincinnati for a year. <laughs> go chill there. They'll be happy because whatever. Hey, hey, cool. It's a name. We got and- a guy that used to be a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you can like talk shit to the Hard Knocks cameras and everybody will love you for it. And then you just go back to where you want to go and make all your bank. That's, uh, that's the way to do it. I didn't even think about that. He came here in a year and Hard Knocks is here, heightened his profile with that. Not that he needed to, but right. did. Yeah. And then went back. And then to went back. back. <laughs> <laughs> it was a total WWF move. James Harrison is a <laughs> wild genius. 
He went to Nitro yeah. and Raw for a, for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Won the title and then went back and was like, hey, guys, I'm your other show champ. Respect me. Ridpath says, fuck James Harrison. Yeah, uh, that's a Bengals answer right there. Yeah, I mean, you know, that could be the consensus, but. I mean, we talked about it before when we brought up the story. Ridpath was one of the ones who were in on that conspiracy theory that Harrison came here, tanked oh, it for the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that crazy of a conspiracy. It doesn't uh, sound that crazy. Very though. accurate. Uh, since we're talking about football, should we go into Degenerate Dartboard of Doom? We absolutely should. <sighs> I'm really nervous about this week. I'm not because I got my game right. I got my game right. <laughs> and push-ups. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yes. Good work, Joe. I uh, actually thought you keep my mouth shut. I'm like, I got to be honest. I forgot about the punishment. I know uh, you did I totally forgot. There were so many times that I should have said something, but I didn't. Uh, Scott is correct. He was the only one that won this week. He had uh, the Bengals uh, minus six and a half over Miami, and the Bengals came back for a while there. I thought for sure Scott was throwing. Don't forget that I called the 10-point You did call the 10-point spread. I I will give you credit for that. You called the 10-point spread. You... uh, you said that on Flying Pigskin. We reminded you here, and you you stuck with it. Uh, picked the Bengals to cover, and they did. Which, when it was seventeen nothing, how I nervous felt, were you? Uh, I thought I was throwing darts, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even close. In fact, I watched until it was seventeen nothing. Turn it off for a little bit because the Niners didn't play till four, and so I always try to watch the Bengals game prior for you know Flying Pigskin, and I thought, oh my god, I can't believe I'm like wildly off. The Bengals. Are, the Bengals didn't score until there were nine minutes left in the third quarter. I mean, that's it, bananas. Yeah, and, and to think they didn't score until then, but yet held the Dolphins scoreless from early in the second half, like or early in the second quarter. It was a weird game, but the the weirdest thing about it is the reason I turned it back on is because I had this feeling that the Bengals could at least get back in the game. I didn't necessarily think they would win, but I did think, God, the Dolphins just suck. And eventually it's going to kind of like even out. And it it happened in two ways that I didn't expect it to. The Bengals defense showed up big time and had two defensive touchdowns. And the fact that, um, Mixon came in and was completely dominant. Like it was like he missed no time off. Yeah. I, I thought that, oh, the, the way they're going to win this game is the way they had been was just going to be passing all over the place. And that wasn't the case. It was, it was definitely a crazy game to watch. It was one of those that Cincinnati fans get really excited about. And I know it's the Dolphins and they're not, you know, they're, they're not as good as their record indicates, especially after getting blown out by the Patriots and then losing this game in the way they did. But I feel like, Former, former, older Cincinnati teams. Cincinnati teams of years past would have lost that game. Oh, they would have folded for sure. As soon as they were down 17 nothing, that game was going to be a blowout. And I think that was most impressive to me about the whole thing was the fact that they didn't. Which is, which is why this team is so confusing to me because I feel like the Bengals, even though they're, what, 4-1 and one at this point, they still don't seem like a four and one team. They don't seem like a division leader. Well, they they do and they don't in the sense that <clears throat> I can't figure out exactly what their identity is. I don't think they know. Yeah, I so, don't think so they figured like it out. Through most of those wins, it was the offense carrying and the defense looked like complete trash. Well, in this game, the defense completely bailed them out because the offense really couldn't do anything. 
And so after, you know, four and one, I'm sitting there like, I mean, I think they're a good team and they're definitely good enough to be where they are, but I don't know who they are. I have no idea really like well, in the division, what the team is. And, the, and then the division doesn't help anything because it's a clusterfuck. The division is crazy. Like, uh, I mean, Cincinnati already has a win over the Ravens, but the Ravens are still in second place. The Steelers are always that team that you think could at any point get it clicking. And this Sunday will be a very interesting story between the Bengals and Steelers and see how that one uh, shakes out. Right. Because that could, that I feel like this is a game that in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter, but it could completely change the trajectory of the season. Like this could either make the Bengals be playoff bound. We've got our swagger that we're the team to beat in this division or, God damn it, we can't beat the Steelers, and they shut down, and, and then the rest of the season is tanked, and they end up being garbage. Well, but I did say, though, on Flying Pigskin, if the Bengals lose this game, unless they get decimated and just completely dominated, I wouldn't be too concerned about it, because for whatever reason, it's really weird, the Bengals always play worse here than they do yeah, in Pittsburgh. They Pittsburgh, can yeah. go to Pittsburgh and somehow find a way to win that game, but for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but Pittsburgh just has their number here. And just because the way the season's played out so far in Pittsburgh, they're they're an even bigger conundrum than Cincinnati at this point with the way they've played. Like, I wouldn't get too down if I was a Bengals fan unless they, like I said, unless they get completely dominated on both sides of the ball and it's just like, oh, you know, it's 42 to 7 and they just, the Bengals were never in it and, and all that. That would be the only way that I would say, you you would have the oh here we go again right otherwise i mean if the bengal's lose i mean it can happen it's no big deal and i think yeah no but i, I feel like the, if that monkey's still on your back it could change the trajectory of the season and the other team in that division that we haven't talked about is joey's browns um, <laughs> that team is a kicker away from being undefeated how does that make you feel as a browns fan to be that close to being a 5 and 0 team uh, I feel really good because we have two wins. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I'm not getting ahead of myself. So, I'll take two. While you were, you um, were also doing... they, they have two times as many wins <laughs> as my Niners. So there's that. So they in the first five games they have gotten every single outcome that you could possibly get in a game. They have won <laughs> in regular season. They have lost in the regular season. They have won in overtime. They have lost in overtime, <laughs> and they have tied. That is such an amazing stat. That is such a fantastic stat. I don't think any team can ever claim that. That might be a first in the NFL. Anyways, all right. Uh, you, uh, your your game this week, Joe. Uh, you, I don't know what that was. You had Auburn minus four uh, against Mississippi State. That one didn't turn out too well for you there. Nah, Auburn <laughs> lost twenty three to nine. It wasn't even right. close. That's which dude. Joe and I were talking about it before the show and before you got down here, and I, I thought his was hands down the easiest. Uh, dude, no brain uh, yeah. call is easy, and I didn't even pay attention to Saturday. You know, because when I was sitting there on Sunday saying, "Oh, it's just going to be you picking," you're like, "No, no, no." Joe was easily handedly picking, and I I didn't even know that they had lost by twenty. I thought, dude, wow. it was unreal. But this is what we talked about last season. SEC games are so hard to pick because it seems like. At any on any given day, somebody in the SEC is upsetting somebody else. First of all, did we ever think Kentucky was going to be where they're at in the SEC this Hell year? No. Like that—that's a team that popped up. That it's like, 
what is happening in football this year? As a matter of fact, I kind of want to do this. We've got the the poll options that we can do live, right? All right, let's do a couple of these because I, I'm interested to see what people think. Um, here are some teams that are highly ranked, and I want to know pretender or contender. Notre Dame is 6-0. and I can't do that many. You, can, you can't? How many? How many was it? You can't do like separate polls. I mean, I can. It, they just won't load quickly. It'll mm, slow things down. Good. Okay. We don't well, want to slow, slow things down. We learned last <laughs> week when things slow down. And I already have a poll pre-planned to hit publish now. So if you want me to delete, okay. That, nope. Nope. We'll just go right into that. All right. We'll just do it here. Notre Dame six and zero. Is that a, a legit playoff team or are they just faking the funk? Playoff. Six games in. I was gonna say playoff, but the only problem with them is it's it only takes. It only takes two losses for them to get knocked out of the playoff conversation if everything else falls right for everyone else. And so it won't even necessarily have to be huge losses. It's just that non-being-in-a-conference thing is, might screw them. So I, I, I think they're legit for right now, but I just worry that something stupid could happen down the stretch and it just they're on the outside looking in just barely. So going into the season, this Virginia Tech game, this halfway point was like the delineation point for Notre Dame. Everybody figured if they could get past – because and at the time, Virginia Tech was supposed to be top 10. It wasn't until that Old Dominion loss that they dropped way down. So it made this win. Uh, it took a little bit of luster off of that. But Notre Dame was supposed to have two back-to-back top 10 games, uh, Stanford and then at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. If they got past that, now they get into the easy part of the schedule. Their remaining schedule is uh, versus Pitt, versus Navy, at Northwestern, which is now a little bit more of a game after Northwestern just beat Michigan State. Uh, then they have Florida State at home, Syracuse in New York, and then at USC to end the season. I mean, when you're saying that that slate and you're arguing that Northwestern is their their toughest game. Well, actually, I'm not saying they're State not the that's not the that's not the toughest game. I'm just saying it's a it's bigger game than a, what people thought. Yeah. Florida State is still a game that you got to worry about just because that's and, a team that who knows SC they don't is know. Obviously, the rivalry game, and so. it's at USC, right? But Syracuse is another team that's been surprising people in the ACC. And take into account that Notre Dame now travels three out of the last four weeks of the season. They mm-hmm. gave up a home game to play Syracuse at Yankee Stadium with their bullshit New York Yankee uniforms. <laughs> Son of a bitch, that gets me mad. Anyway, so Notre Dame, uh, you guys are going to say is um, you're going to say that they are. Vix asked if uh, we lost the feed. I don't think we lost the feed. Uh, Joe's dad says contender, and Ridpath says contender, but not sure if they're good enough to win it all. And uh, nobody is, unless your name's Alabama. That's the only say, team. Like, that's... I don't think we're talking about whether or not they're good enough to win it all. Just whether or not they can be in the final four. Can they get there? Is is yeah. what we're looking at. Um. All right. I had to exit out. Uh, who else is up there near the top? I think West Virginia is a team. Sorry, I'm getting back to it. West Virginia was another one that I was curious. But yeah, they're five and zero. They're ranked number six right now. Is West Virginia a contender or pretender. a pretender? I feel like all Big 12 teams are pretenders. Always. I think I think I will never buy into a Big 12 team until it's until they're in the playoffs. What do you got? Contender. Contender. You're going West Virginia as a contender. Contender. See, here's what I feel like. They will be the first Big 12 team into the playoffs. Nope. 
Oklahoma will be whenever they Oklahoma go. just lost they to lost Texas. No, 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 no. I'm saying when it happens. Oh. When See, it happens, but the Big 12 team so, makes it and be Oklahoma. It's and that's what I feel like. I feel like Texas beating Oklahoma screws the Big 12. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I think Oklahoma could have been that team. Here's West Virginia's upcoming schedule. They still have Baylor. They still have Texas. They still have TCU, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. There is a lot of opportunity for West Virginia to trip up in that what's going to happen is they're going to they're going to beat Texas but then lose to Oklahoma so you have all of these Big 12 teams that are just like yep hey we didn't really do much outside of our conference but we beat each other up in preseason rankings we were good so can somebody get in works for the SEC it's it does work for the SEC here's the wrinkle though if Notre Dame gets in that takes a spot away from a conference champion so you have to figure Alabama is going to win the SEC and they're in you, whoever wins the Big Ten is going to get in, most likely Ohio State. Um, and then Notre Dame, you still have the Pac-12. You still have the Big 12. Uh, you still like who? You still have the ACC. You got Clemson sitting out there. That's it. Who gets left out? If Notre Dame steals a spot, that's going to cause some playoff. Maybe that's what we need, guys. We need Notre Dame to get us to eight teams. If Notre Dame oh, yeah. goes Pe- in. People have been saying that because they've – always been like, well, Notre Dame's going to take away from a conference champion, and then it'll either force Notre Dame football to join fully to the ACC, or it'll push them to the eight teams. And but, that's what people have been saying since like, But we had happened. thought once two teams from the same conference got in, it would force the issue, and that happened last year, and it seems like nobody, nobody really pushed on it outside of that. Mm-hmm. They were just like, well, that happens. We're not touch it. But if Notre Dame does it, and two conference champions are left out, ooh-wee. You better cheer for Notre Dame to get your 18 playoffs. I will do whatever it takes to get my 18 playoffs because at the end of the day, Notre Dame ain't going to win it all, so I don't care. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I really want eight teams. And and I don't care if that means that every single year Notre Dame is one of those eight teams. I want eight teams. and if Because right now, Notre Dame, they would be hands down one of the four or five best teams when you're looking at things. No doubt they're one of the best eight. That's fine with me. I don't I don't have a problem with Notre Dame being in the conversation. And I don't even have a problem with Notre Dame winning at all if they went through that gauntlet of getting in that playoffs. Can we clip I would, that? Can we clip no, that no, no, right no, no. there? Hold on. Clip it. Save it. No, no. Clip it. Timestamp. Timestamp. What's the time? What's the time? What's the time? Right now. Time I would stamp. say I would be extremely <laughs> One, pissed. 16, 37. Uh, I would be extremely Got it. I guess it. Nope, if it happened. It. Nope. That. Anyways, I lost my game this week, too. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I have to get slapped still. Uh, yeah, you do. Shit. That's coming up still. And push-ups. Fuck! <laughs> I knew not to say anything. Damn it. Uh, Grady says Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame. If it all ended right now, I think that would be your four, and that would be a damn good playoffs. Um, I think it would end up being dependent on how it seeded out. I think it would be Alabama, Ohio State in that national championship. Maybe Alabama, Clemson, uh, but I feel like Notre Dame would get run by any three of those teams. At this point, I don't know. Ian Book might be the real deal. Um, I lost. Oh, Ridpath wants to know what happens if the Bearcats go undefeated. Same thing that happened with UCF last year. Yeah, nothing. nothing. Uh, they, <laughs> they high five. Very <laughs> nice. They get a really big participation <laughs> ribbon. Hey, UC. Good, Good work, job. Fick. Good job. Luke Fickle. You know what happens? Fickle leaves. Fickle leaves. That's what happens if UC goes undefeated. That's the Fickle bounces. He's goes to the best job available. 
whoever whoever gets fired, that's where Fickle's going. If you so, just go to Nebraska because they're probably going to fire Scott Frost. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh, but it's totally true. Like that's exactly what. And that's not even me being a UC hater. Like that's just how it's set up. They're not gonna. They're not gonna reward a non-power five team with a playoff spot, especially if you have. And their schedule's not strong enough for them to justify anything other than just an attaboy. Right. I think they, they had an opportunity because UCLA going into the season was supposed to be the team that it was like, <laughs> yeah. that would be a big win if you can, if you can do it, especially there. It's to be nothing. Right. UCLA is, sucks yeah, UCLA is really shit the bed for UC on that one. But, uh, yeah, that's, that would likely be what happens. Fick goes to a Power 5 school, um, which sucks. <laughs> Tank says Rid Path is high. Shout out to Tank, by the way. Tank's uh, art installation just went up at three points tonight. Uh, so if you guys are in Cincinnati, go check out Three Points Brewery. Tank's art installation that he was on the show talking about. He painted like 13 panels. They're all huge. They wrap all the way around the bar now. And he designed the can for a beer that just released tonight. So go out to Three Points Brewery. Check that out. Uh, shout out, Tank. Fantastic. If you guys haven't seen the pictures, Oh my God, it's amazing! And the sweet glasses we are drinking out of. Oh yeah, uh, Neil to no one glasses. Uh, they are available. You can hit tank up five bucks each. Um, I think he's still got some left. So should we throw darts? No, I, we haven't even talked about my game yet. I had Jacksonville, Kansas City, oh, um, God. and that one. I felt like uh, I think we all felt good about you taking the points. I mean, it, it was it made the most sense. Yeah, Jacksonville thought, getting three points. We all thought that it would be a close game that Jacksonville would probably lose. But and still, Holmes is legit, man. Hold on, hold on, before <laughs> fucking Robert comes all over himself even more. <laughs> he he is damn good, and he's legit. But I mean, I still in a small. This is all about the small sample size and everything, like. I just don't know. I, I mean, I have no okay. Idea so if he goes because they're going into New England this if week, he goes right? into, if he goes into Foxborough and pulls out a W there. Are you a believer? Because no, no, you're I'm, still. But that's the thing. I'm a believer now, but I, I'm still thinking big picture. Where it's like, do I think he's a good quarterback within the context of the league? Absolutely. But I do I Cincinnati in a heartbeat? But do well, yeah, no, 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 no doubt. But I'm like, do I think he can win a Super Bowl though? Because this is still an Andy Reid coach team, and they managed oh, to yeah. screw things up at the like worst <laughs> time. And so, and I know Robert, to his credit, has mentioned he's like, I'm not saying anything about the playoffs. I'm just specifically talking about him as a quarterback and how good he is and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but ultimately, at the end of the day, like w- right now, everybody's elevating and saying, oh my god, he's great because of what he's doing the regular season. But if he gets to the playoffs and shits the bed a few years in a row, then it just becomes like he becomes uh, yeah. the Marvin Lewis of quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, he just basically. becomes another guy. That's well, you know who he becomes? Matt Stafford. I mean, Matt Stafford Ooh, is a great quarterback who you man. know what never wins shit. Mm. He just throws for a bunch of yards yep. and a bunch of touchdowns. Yep. And that's he's a good just comparison. Kind of there. So I mean, and and that's no knock on Stafford as who he is as a quarterback. He's a great quarterback, but. If you're not winning, then it doesn't really matter right. at the end of the day. So I was super surprised by this game, though. I did not think Kansas City was going to dominate like they did. Um, so no, I no, lost. I, I have not won a game yet, by the way. Since we started doing this, I have thrown at the dartboard every week. So I'm going to go ahead and go first, if that's cool with you, Joe. Joe and I are the only ones. Throwing. Oh, wait, before I do that, let's talk about the new punishments that are on. Did you already hit the graphic? Uh, the, all right, cool. Uh, new punishments that we moved onto the board, and I didn't put them on the sheet. Damn it. Um, there's the graphic. No? <laughs> 
All right, new punishments that uh, that we put on the sheet. Um, go ahead, Joe. I'll let you do it since I don't have it in front of me here. Uh, so we added the swear shot. Ooh. And we added the Little Mermaid. So let's back up. The swear shot is you have to take a shot every time you swear on the show. Which um, is a lot on the show. Yeah, that's going to be – somebody is going to be hammered after that. Um, not necessarily Joe. Joe's pretty clean, but – Joe doesn't talk, so – Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Little Mermaid is where somebody has to wear a seashell bra. Uh, and then the other one that we put on is – Guitar Hero. And Guitar Hero is where you will take my guitar, the one that Bronson Arroyo played after the last time he was on this episode. He did touch that. I witnessed that. Uh, yep. I, we got on our, our Instagram story. Oh, and I that's saved right. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah, I wasn't yeah. getting rid of that. I saved I that. I forgot about that. I needed proof that Bronson Arroyo <laughs> played that guitar. Uh, you have to take that guitar, go down to Fountain Square, and play until you receive a certain number of tips, which is not going to be crazy. I think, I think what, we said $10 yeah, in like tips? Yeah, 5 or $10. Yeah, something <laughs> little, but you have to earn tips before you're allowed to leave. Earn tips or get kicked out by the cops, whichever yeah, comes yeah, first. Whatever, yeah, yeah, uh, we're not getting arrested. <laughs> for, yeah, well, all right, so I'll throw first. Oh, boy. Four to this, guys. Uh, I bet you're not. How, how's your undercarriage going, it's by the way? Undercarriage is not good still. Beautiful. Let's see here. What do we got? That would be the Little Mermaid. <laughs> if I if I'm reading um, them titties. If I'm reading that correctly, that'd be titties the Little Mermaid. The it's a Little Mermaid. That is exactly oh. what that is. So I will um I will be wearing a uh, seashell bra on one of these episodes. <laughs> Maybe I should do it on the same episode that Joe wears his booby tassel. You so absolutely should. So, so he doesn't feel left When people alive. tune in, they're just like, what is happening on this show? Why is Scott the only one wearing a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> one's got booby tassels and is drawn all over. The other one's wearing a seashell bra. Uh, Ridpath wants to know if Luke Fickle looks like Rob Riggle or is that just me? Hang on to that for a second because I've got some thoughts on that. Joe, um, get ready. Make sure you hit this Earnhardt sandwich. You want to aim for the lower right third. <laughs> and go. Joe about to throw here uh, for his degenerate dartboard of Dune punishment. He oh, pulled the scat. That's a miss. That's he pulled a the miss. scat and missed the board. That is a miss. So that <laughs> means Joe needs to do a shot of hypnotic and then throw again. I think he did that on purpose. Uh, uh, man, what were you aiming for there? What is that one? Oh, that's the swear shot. He's aiming for the swear shot because he doesn't talk. <laughs> and what did he hit? No, what did he hit? No, that one doesn't count. That one doesn't count. He hasn't oh. done the shot yet. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to you do the shot and then throw, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, the rules, no, that's man. The, that's what I had to do. Shot bro. and then throw. Yeah. Joe trying to quick Try to pitch us. He tried to quick pitch he us. Did. This son of a B. Oh, man. Yeah, do he, the shot and hit. No. He tried to t- talk while somebody was in their backstroke. <laughs> He tried to hit, hit you with that Mike Burlon. Cheetah! Oh, Cheetah. man. Now right, I comes really Joe's want you to get this. Of the night. Uh, yeah, right? He's going to hit it again. He's going to hit the same Oh, the motherfucker. Yeah, there it is. Joe gets swear shot, which is disappointing Easy to fuck for everybody. Him. That is such a terrible punishment. I'm really mad that he was able to figure that out. But Joe will have the swear shot, so anytime Joe swears, he's going to have to do a shot. Um... I'm going to be the Little Mermaid, and that'll be on an upcoming episode. Uh, hey, Scott, I know you need to get slapped. Before you do that, how about doing 10 push-ups for me? You <laughs> son of a bitch! Are you serious, though? <laughs> oh, Wait, he's got to do, do 10 before he gets slapped. 
Yeah, he could have done it over there. That's fine. So, uh, Scott, not only is he paying up on his drill sergeant punishment tonight, but he's also paying up on the slap bet. On the slap bet punishment, each of us, Joe and I, get a chance to slap Scott right in the face. No repercussions. No hard feelings. <laughs> You're not allowed to be feelings. mad. You're not allowed to be mad. Um, I won't be mad. I'm just not going to tell you. <laughs> uh, can you cut to the video that doesn't have the dartboard... Okay, cool. Um, let me know once it's up. I, I kind of want to just sit there for a second, make him wait it out, make him feel nervous. Uh, wait, it's got the thing. Hide it. It's going? Okay. All right. All right. No, we should do it by which area you slap me in. You got to take a punishment. You slap me in the area. We can still get the Irma sandwich from Joe on this. Ah, my balls are so hot. Joe, go ahead and let people hear what's going on. Yeah, you know, so Mike's over there. He's just gonna just just hit him already. Just don't you just lick your hand? Yeah, sure. What the fuck, bro? Just the fingertips. You gotta. Oh, all right, and here we. Oh, I was gonna go. I was gonna go open palm, uh, but I just wanted to hit just the fingertips right across that. Joe, by the way, if you get there, if you do it and then get back quick enough, you get to see it on the replay on Facebook. So it's really fun to watch that. Um, who Joe uh, is now up to uh, slap Scott. <laughs> Scott, I can't wait to talk to you about this because you, Joe's warming up. Joe is like stretching like he's about to lift weights. I don't know why he's doing lunges right now. Joe is doing... He's doing a discus throw. Is it the motion that he's looking for? This one is not going to be good for Scott. I feel like this is this is going to end friendships. Oh, <laughs> I hit him off the wall too. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn it, man! Uh, oh, and I just saw the replay. Oh, fuck me, Scott! Props for taking that uh, like a champ. As a matter of fact, because of that, oh I'm going to do God. a shot for you because that was pretty amazing. And I will say... <laughs> you guys both oh. slapped me on the same side, too. <laughs> oh, uh, a, man. I will say, since you did both of those, uh, I won't call any more push-ups the rest of the night. I don't know. I can't speak for Joe, but I feel like you've this paid your debt. over, for Christ's sakes. And again, Joe rides me off the wall, too. So it's like, I got hit in the face and my head slightly bounced off the wall. <laughs> did oh. you not? You didn't even follow through, did you? Either? Like, you hit, you just went right to nah, it. No, I just slapped and I stayed. I just <laughs> stayed right there. Which was almost more insulting. Right. Like, because I felt his hand still there as I get a hit. I'm just like, oh remember God. this feeling. All right, well, we just got the, uh, you guys are being a little loud from the wife, so we'll... We'll go ahead and get out of uh, the degenerate dartboard. We got to pick our games for next week. I'll go first here since Joe's pushing this in my face. Uh, my first pool is Baltimore versus Tennessee. Baltimore is giving three points. I'm just gonna go right ahead and throw that right After back. After this week's game, Baltimore is like I'm throwing that right back. 
I'm throwing that right back. There's no way I'm picking that. That means picking you know that I, one. I'll pick that one twice. Yep. That's what I did uh, <laughs> Should have kept that one because instead I've got Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Ooh. Cincinnati giving two and a half points. Um, Ooh, two and a half? I, I mean, at that point. Okay, we talked about it. Cincinnati doesn't play as well against Pittsburgh at home. I'm going to take those points. Give me Pittsburgh plus two and a half against Cincinnati. I picked the I picked the Bengals to win this game, though. I could see them win. That's what's tough. I could see them winning because the Steelers have only but played could, defense one time this year, and it was last last week, week against Atlanta. Yeah, right. That's um, it. There's also a little bit of method to my madness there because I don't want to ever jinx my own team. That's so that's fine. Um, so I'm going to pick Pittsburgh. I don't get slapped on the wall. Fuck. That was brutal. That was brutal to watch. Who'd you get in your game here, Scott? Uh, this is UGA and LSU. UGA is Ooh. giving up seven and a half. Wow. And we just talked about the SEC. Yeah, SEC. Like, yeah, that's a... I can't. I can't. I mean, if I get it again, fine. But I can't do that off the first throw. That's tough. That's a real tough game. Um, and I'll probably pick it up again. So I hope you do. That would be kind you. of fun. <laughs> you were the first person to get the same game twice. I, I don't even know what this Let is. See it. Let KCC see it. versus NEP. Nep the Patriots. That'd be, Patriots. That'd be Kansas it's City it. Chiefs versus the New England Patriots. Probably looking for that George LSU game back, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I totally am. Oh, my God. I have no idea who's going to win this game. What's, well, the, what's line? the spread? Kansas City or Kansas you know what Kansas City's getting four points I'm gonna take Kansas City I that's mean, a good I, call I, I gotta do it like everybody talked about how Kansas City broke the 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 fourth quarter comeback streak of the the Broncos where the Broncos hadn't lost a game that they're leading the fourth quarter in like 30 some games and Mahomes went in there and did that and I believe in Mahomes enough to do because this Patriots team is not Robert good. Taylor is gonna love hearing he, that uh, shout out Robert Taylor uh, <laughs> and, and seriously, Kevin Grady, I had no idea what NEP was. I was like, <laughs> it is, is weird. Nep? That threw me off. The week yeah. that you were here, I drew Nep. I drew the Patriots. And I think it's because I'm just expecting New England. I'm just yeah, expecting just the NE. I'm not expecting the NE. Well, and then the KCC. I'm that, like, huh? Yeah, you got like the chive. It yeah, was, that's what I thought. I was like, chive versus NEP? Sorry, I'm going to get in the trouble. The chive for, versus nepotism? I'm going to get uh, in trouble for for laughing hard again. Uh, all right. Anyways, <laughs> Grady says Kansas City versus Nepal. <laughs> oh, shit. And everybody, I don't know why the, the drunk line isn't working. I apologize. I know people are trying to call in. It's it's just not going through. That'll lead me into my discussion here in a second. All right, uh, Joe, who did you pick? Uh, Chargers and Browns. Mm. And it is a push. Of course it is. And I'm putting it back. Oh. Because I'm not doing okay. that. Okay. You're not, not going to pick your team? No, I'm not going against Browns. I mean, that's a smart move. It's really tough to pick your team. I Yeah, as much as I love them. Like, you gotta, do I have the faith? But also, like, their defense is really good this year. <laughs> the Browns? It's a push, yeah. though. That's, it is. I just picked up the Browns' defense in fantasy because I needed a defense. I hope you get them again. I hope it's Chargers-Browns again. This is Joe's actual pick. He has to pick this one. Indy and the Jets. Wow. We have all three Indy programs. We, we have all pro games this week. We this one, wait a minute. How much, how much is Indy giving up in this one? Because there's no way they're... F- the Jets are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Say what? what? Wait, hold on. Is that game in Indy? No, it's in... It's, it's at, in New York? It's in New York. Okay. I still think think that's crazy that the Jets are giving No, I don't think it's crazy if they're at home. 
But I thought that that game was in Indy, and so I'm like, how in the hell? I think that's crazy. I will take the Jets. I'll give the points. All right, so you got the Jets. You said minus two and a half? Minus two and a half. I'll give the points. Oh, my God. Wow. Scott, how's your chin? (laughs) (laughs) Probably as good as your balls. They're burning. Although now I, I think I'm over the worst of it now. Like now it's not as bad. I just had the the smell. Uh, this has been Degenerate Dartboard of Doom. Um, here's a recap of our picks for this week. Uh, I have Pittsburgh plus two and a half against Cincinnati. Uh, Scott has Kansas City plus four against New England. And, and I will Joe, say, Robert, I will come to fucking Texas and whoop your ass. He's in California, so that'll be weird. Mm, even better, because uh, California is my second home, so it'll be a vacation <laughs> and an ass whooping doled out. <laughs> Uh, and Joe has the Jets minus two and a half against Indy. All games on Sunday. Uh, all right, since it's not for it, Georgia, LSU, who would you have picked in that one? If that was your game, who would you have picked? My my first instinct was to take Georgia because they're just the better team. Who was it? It was Georgia. Georgia was giving up seven and a half, though. Like, that's that's the part where it, it slightly threw me off because they could win by a touchdown and I'd still lose by half a point. But Georgia has been world-beating everybody, so I, I was going to take Georgia. I probably would have given the points in that one. I was going to take Georgia, but I wouldn't have felt good about it. My team won, by the way. The Blue Jackets won 5-4. I guess I am not as big of a jinx as everybody thinks. That leads us to this poll question. First ever in-show poll question that we're going to do, because I was riding with Connor last wait a, week. Wait to wait all the way till like the end of the show to do this. Yeah, you know? when nobody's voting. We still haven't, we haven't talked hockey yet. Right? Okay, yeah. We haven't talked hockey, so we still have a little bit of show Sharks left. <laughs> we still have some show Good left, sharks. so relax. Uh, and we haven't really talked about the fight, which I guess we don't really have to. But anyways, I was right at Afro Connor. I'm clearly a jinx. I can't win at the Degenerate Dartboard of Doom. Uh, and somebody posted, uh, I think it was Glenn posted the meme in the Craft Root Sports group of Drake being the biggest jinx ever. Every team that Drake pulls for ends up Drake shitting sucks. the bed. Yeah, because, well, you know, I don't give a damn about no damn Drake Knight. Um, All the Toronto teams he's ever right. <laughs> So the question came up from Tyson, is Drake a bigger jinx than me? Uh, I feel like Drake is... I feel like I'm at the same level drinks uh, uh, jinx as Drake. Dranks. Dranks. I'm at the same level <laughs> dranks as Drake. As Drake. Uh, <laughs> but I'm at that level. I, I just don't have the... I'm not famous. If I was famous... This would be a world famous curse, but I am. That's how jinxed I am. That I'm way, I'm way worse than Drake. Uh, so, oh, there's the there's the poll question popped up. Um, who is the bigger jinx, Mike, or oh, I'm logged in as the page, therefore I can't vote. Mm, that sucks. Well, I'm just gonna sit here and wait for these answers to roll in. Who do you think, Scott? Do you think I'm a bigger jinx or Drake? I actually am gonna give this to Drake. It's all the name recognition. That's I don't no, even get respect not, on my not, own show, Joe. It's not. Uh, it's not even. It's not even that because you're you're acting like you're personally offended by that because you want to be a bigger jinx. But it, I just like, don't want to lose the Drake in anything. No, seriously, track who he's followed, and I mean, so you've picked teams, and they're not necessarily the favorites or the the hands of Drake. Always gravitates towards the Kentuckys, and he dick rides the bests of the world. Or, you know, in his case, you know, his hometown is Toronto. So, I mean, you know, but Toronto had the best regular season record and still fucked it up. Right. So, Drake goes towards these teams that are favored to win. (laughs) And they fuck up. I mean, Serena is the best in the sport. (laughs) And she loses when he's in person. Like, at least you, you're just 
bad at just picking in general. I mean, good, bad. You, you don't discriminate who, who you curse. So the bigger cursor, because because it's always the favored person, fucking Drake. And I feel like that's giving you credit on it your own show, me you credit. asswipe. <laughs> it is giving me credit. <laughs> Ingrate. <laughs> Uh, looking like it's very split so far on this poll. Uh, people are 50-50 at this point. We'll see how that goes as we uh, as we get out of this. But my team uh, that I picked for this hockey season, the Blue Jackets, I have not cursed them. They're actually off to a pretty hot start. Uh, this is their third win tonight, I believe. They're 3-1 they're and one on the season. Strong showing for the Blue Jackets so far. I'm just going to call them the BJs. I'm just going That's with BJ's. Better. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of BJ's. I just really like the BJ's. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I'm not reading any of Tyson's uh, notes that he sent me. Uh, and I, in fairness, I think I've watched a total of 45 seconds of the BJ's uh, <laughs> this year. Because 45 seconds is really all I can handle. After 45 seconds, I, mean, I we saw spent... two goals in those 45 we seconds when we watched. Goals, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, you jumped on the joke there, but yeah, 45 Action seconds packed. is <laughs> 45 seconds is all I can take of, uh, the BJ's after that. I am just spent and, uh, I just kind of want to lay down <laughs> and just relax. And now the joke is overplayed. Thank you for killing it. <laughs> well, it would have been overplayed. If you didn't jump on it. Scott, how are your sharks doing? Sharks are two and two and the black guy's doing well. <laughs> Evander Kane for those keeping score at home doing well. <laughs> doing black things in hockey. He, in fact, some might say that Evander Kane is doing that hockey. <laughs> oh, and good the, analysis. The, one of the best beards in sports is gone. So there's that. Yeah, but I, I will go out so far as to say, in hockey, because they do the whole no shaving until they lose in the playoffs thing, you got to get rid of the beard early. Well, no, and I wait until the playoffs. I was just gonna say, in it. general, hockey players have the best beards across sports. Like they have the best beards because they let them grow and they go, you know, insanely long. So as soon as they cut them, it's very noticeable. It's like, damn, that was a really solid mm. beard. And now it's gone and you don't get to see it again until playoff time. And I, yeah, I mean, I feel like that could be a poll question or a debate, but I let's, sincerely Let's agree. talk about this for a second. Uh, Play, uh, hockey players have the best beards. I would say sports. top to bottom, yes. Hockey players do have the best beards. Now um, you're going to come back with James Harden, ain't you? No, I wasn't oh, even okay. going to talk okay, about okay. James Harden right. because well, I don't okay. like James Harden beard. I don't really? Think, I yeah, love James I don't think James, beard. I don't, I'm not James a fan Harden of it. Although great. he would look super weird without a beard. Like oh. if he shaved... That would be a mind. Don't fuck. you remember him when he said Arizona State without a beard? We no. played. We played. Xavier played Arizona State when James Harden was there, and he did not have that. Beard. No, I don't remember that at all. But now I need you to should, look that up. You should That's Google it. Super weird. It to looks see. weird. Okay, but I will say I love his beard. Uh, no, I'm not a fan of James Harden's beard. But uh, Ryan, what? There it is. That is so weird. <laughs> Doesn't even look like the same guy. He, That's creepy. He aged twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it's like me when I shave. Like I immediately, like if I go into a bar like this, they're like, "Oh, hey man, what do you want to drink?" If I shave, they're like, "Get out of here, kid." They're just uh, immediately. I go fourteen. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was who I was thinking of. Where do you rank Ryan Fitzpatrick beard in the NHL? Because I agree, NHL. 
top, top to, to bottom, bottom right. best beers, with the exception of Sidney Crosby with his patchy, weird uh, looking. Yeah, like I mean, there's hey, exceptions Sid, to every rule. Like, come on, man! Yeah, like, there's, you, the, there's always that guy you can't really color grow it in beer. or something. Do yeah. so, I know it's the tradition, but bro, yeah, um, well, just do like just. Do well, the, here's the thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick's beard. Until this year, when he went all Connor with it and straight just copied the Connor beard style, I always thought Connor uh, Fitzpatrick's beard was just wild and all over the place, and it didn't even look right because they constantly mentioned here's this Harvard grad and he had this beard that looked That's like he got lost. Weird in the about wood. him, yeah. He got lost in the woods for months, and I thought it was like, but once he shaped it up and it was smooth looking like Connor's, I thought. Now there's a beard I can get behind. See, I'm all about the groomed beards, but in the playoffs for the the NHL playoffs, guys, that's that's the weird part. The NHL guys manage to have these beards that don't get wild. They somehow are still contained even within the fact that they they just let them go. That's what's that's why I'm so impressed by them is that from top to bottom, and take Sydney out of the equation. Like their beards, right. he's, he somehow can't. still managed to look groomed, even though I know they don't groom them. That's okay. what impresses. Me. I will say so. Beards, yes, uh, but I feel like MLB gets the better facial hair in general. Oh you yeah, get, they have great facial hair. In you get some good. Yeah, sure. You get some good stashes in Absolutely. Major League Baseball. Nobody's gonna beat the Raleigh fingers ever. It's mm. it's a mustache that has a name on a player. It's called the Raleigh fingers. <laughs> I mean, it's named after the dude. So yeah, baseball has a lockdown on the actual facial hair game just because there's something named after. Uh, I was gonna go with Corky Miller because that's my favorite stash in Corky baseball. Miller stash is all, Corky but, Miller but, stash but, but is Corky fantastic. Miller has a porn stash. No, he's got a Hulk Hogan stash. Is what he's got. He's got a handlebar. No, he no, doesn't I, have a porn stash. Porn stash isn't porn stash. Doesn't come down. Porn stash is just straight across and kind of bushy. True. Yeah, uh, but but okay. Again, it looks either, like a, a caterpillar. Way, it still, it, it still goes to my point that he has a stash that somebody else or some other place. Okay, where does Jason Worth rank in terms of facial hair on athletes? Because that dude, it's Jason very unkempt. Worth. Jason Worth has a hockey beard. He does he have a hockey beard. He has but a it's hockey un, beard. It's an, unkempt, it's an unkempt hockey beard. It's true, it's, but I mean, but he would fit. He would be a hockey player, and you wouldn't even blink twice. Jason Worth looks like he would be cleaning your windshield at. At a stoplight. That's what he reminds sure. me of. Like with, that's with what newspaper. I. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Jason Worth is coming out with newspaper and cleaning your windshield, <laughs> and asking you for a quarter, a and you're like, "All right, man. Yeah, thanks for that." You're like spraying the nozzle on your your windshield wiper. Is like, no, I got it. This I got is the it. Most accurate. <laughs> uh, so Jason Worth does Jason Worth have the best facial hair in MLB let's figure this out in each sport who's got the best facial hair uh, I can't name though that's the problem in hockey there's so many good beers that hockey we're just going with them. hockey or yeah. who was the dude from the Sharks that just shaved we'll say he was the Joe Thornton best. yeah Joe yeah. Thornton Joe, Joe Thornton will Thornton. say had the best facial hair he is okay. giving up the crown and uh, then Harden, MLB Harden and ba- basketball for me okay uh, I mean there's really not I guess there's really not many beards in NBA. Which is why James Harden stands. LeBron down, James right? has that weird like not, chin strap no, crafted. He's got the that, he's, he's got the strange thing where his his forehead is receding, like the, the hair is receding, but he's still got the very manicured mm, yeah, chin sure. strap. Uh, so it looks like everything is just connected. The problem together. with baseball and you saying Jason Worth is he's not even an MLB. Oh, anymore. that's right. He's not. He's out. He's not an official. Roster. Oh, has anybody taken his place? No. 
So Jason Worth really is cleaning people's windows <laughs> on the corner <laughs> he is. with newspaper. Well, I think that's where we leave this then right there. Uh, and then Ryan F- Fitzpatrick in the NFL has yes. the best facial hair. Okay. We all in agreement on that? Ryan Fitzpatrick? No? Yeah? Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, good talk. <laughs> By the way, I now lead the poll 60 to 40. I am the bigger jinx than Drake, apparently, I according to, to the people listening. <laughs> it's just people that want to troll want me. To uh, that poll is brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up and rep your team, be yeah, sure Eric to go to 12-Ounce Sports. looks Amish, and that's accurate. It does look yeah, Amish. Yeah. Uh, go to 12 Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league, plus NCAA and even local gear. Help out the station by going to 12OunceSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio. Dot com. That's how we do it when the drunk line isn't working. That's how that happens. Uh, so that reminds me, um, if you guys want to like tip us, cool. We are clearly having some technical issues when it comes to the drunk line, when it comes to the video freezing at times. Last week, I had a meltdown. Uh, and then when I went back and listened to it, there were skips in the audio recording. During your meltdown or? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's even worse the, than I the audio recording was skipping Damn. Uh, because the, the computer just can't handle it. We need better equipment. Um, I don't want to be one of those dudes that's like, hey, if you guys want to pitch in. But we got shirts for sale. Uh, you can go to craftfoodsports.com. You can buy a shirt. It helps out the show. Uh, all that money is going right back into the show. We need a new computer. We need some new equipment. Uh, and you get to have a we'll cool su- shirt. We'll suck your dick, baby. <laughs> <laughs> too far? All right. Yeah, go. Too I, far. Got slight, I got slapped. I got slapped. You know what's crazy about that is you should probably do 10 push-ups just for the <laughs> You should. Oh, I, yeah, I got to go back. Damn. And while you're doing that, Ridpath says that Steph Curry has the best NBA beard. No, it's Dirk Nowitzki, uh, and it's not even close. Dirk Nowitzki has that like he's he's gone full on. I'm 40. I'm still playing <laughs> basketball. I'm just gonna let it go. I'm also German. He's gone. He's gone with the uh, I don't care anymore. F it. Uh, this is just who I am. Oh like basically, if he wasn't playing basketball, you'd see him with a beer gut and uh, pushing a stroller, probably wearing white New Balances, uh, grilling. He'd be grilling right now with that crazy unkempt beard. You good, man? Cheryl's going to love this show because you're going to be ripped after this one, man. We're going to put this punishment right back on the board next week. (laughs) (laughs) Just as long as it's not in that lower spot. That's exactly where I'm putting it. All right, let's get into Consumer Candid. Maybe. Cue it. No. Maybe. Oh, there it is. By the way, Drew is so mad. Uh, Sorry, Drew. I'm sorry, man. Uh, It's the computer. We've talked about this. Anyways, uh, Consumer Candid brought to you by Tavor. This week, we have, hey, pumpkin by uh, Denver Beer Company, 5.4% pumpkin ale. Uh, Scott, I thought I was going to finish mine before you. Like, I was... I, I was pouring that third before you got into your third beer. You hadn't even opened yours yet. Then I look, and you are done. Uh, so, clearly, you drank them all. Was yeah. It, was it good? That's what you can say. <laughs> I drank them all. No, I mean, this is a total non-consume. It's whatever. It's just a pumpkin beer. There's nothing special about it. Not overly pumpkin-flavored. There's not... There's no redeeming qualities to it. It's just, hey, pumpkin. Maybe that's why that's what they named it. Like, hey, we just hey, we know. Yeah, we've been we've been doing too adamant about it. We're like, hey, pumpkin, and it should have been like, hey, hey pumpkin, pumpkin. Yeah, well, they're missing exclamation. 
Yeah, they put the exclamation mark. Yeah, but they're missing the question mark after pumpkin. Hey. Yeah, no, this is just very basic. I'm going to cannon off the fact that it just, you can find a better pumpkin beer just stumbling into your local grocery. Hey, pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, so a can can from Scott. Joe, uh, you had a little sip. Can. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, this is going to be a triple can, and I'm. But I will say, I think if you are introing into pumpkin beer, this is a good one to start with. This will get your feet wet. There, it's just not overwhelming in any flavor. You're right, Scott. It's not like sometimes you have that pumpkin beer, and you're like, this one's really pumpkiny, or this one's really pumpkin pie. Right. You got a lot of those spices. This one's just middle of the road on both, and that ends up being kind of disappointing. It's just nothing. I would prefer it to be heavier on one side or the other, but this one just doesn't have anything that jumps out to make it a distinguishable beer. So I am also going to can this one. Also, found out last week from Boyle, 350 a can is too much, and we paid 350 a can for this one. So apparently no, no. we overpaid I didn't even, I didn't. To be honest with you, though, I didn't even need to know the price of this. That I just it was No, so even without the can. Yeah. You could have given it to me. I mean, like maybe I'd take it for a buck. Um, yeah, it's it's a solid two dollar a night beer. If people were, you know what it is. The problem is it's the light ABV. That's what's killing us. We need a pumpkin beer sure. with strong ABV. We do. Um, I think next week we're doing the Braxton pumpkin. Well, there's got to be something to save this motherfucker. Like nothing. It's like if the taste is gonna be light, it needs to be high ABV. If the ABV is gonna be light, then the flavor needs to be there. And this beer just on both. Triple Can, uh, Consumer to Can, brought to you by Tavor. Hey, pumpkin. Uh, there's your. <laughs> that's too. That's too far. I'm sorry. I went too far with it. Um, all right. Anyways, uh, this has been this has been a show, fellas. We we did something here. I got slapped twice. You got slapped twice. <laughs> I also think I did what fifty pushups. I think so. I'm proud yeah. of you, man. I'm proud of you. I made it through the whole show with icy hot. On in, your balls. In the undercarriage. Not just balls. Everywhere Tank. down there. Yeah. The, the whole... Anal cavity? It's all... all the whole, you could really say it rough. was the whole undercarriage? The whole undercarriage <laughs> is what I was trying to get to. Uh, I made it through. Survived that. Thank God uh, I don't have to do that one again. I'm just glad that two of my punishments are done and I just have to do an ice bath at this point. Yeah, you got to do the ice bath. I have to do still the Huck Finn. I have to do the Instagram model. Um... I think I'm missing one too there that I have to do. Well, whatever you know, I just hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Joe's got to do the cussing one and the swear shot, booby tassels, and art. He's getting drawn on too oh, by he's my got son. Three. Yeah. Uh, and Joe won't be here next week, so be no just the week. two of us. Back to how it used to be on we this show. It's just going to be me freaking try. out trying to handle everything while we're doing the show. That's actually going to be really interesting. It's not going to be. It's going to be a shit show. Tune in for that shit show next week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, watch me freak out, throw the table. It's going to be awesome. All the more reason that I got push-ups this week <laughs> and slapped in the face because it wouldn't have been possible. We'd have to wait another two weeks. So. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm not joking. Go buy a shirt. Help us out. Uh, support the show. You'll be a walking Share billboard for us. Share the show if you don't want to buy a t-shirt. Yes. We are, we're really working to try to grow the show. show. We want to get to 10,000 likes on Facebook. Share the show. Share the links when they come up. Uh, tell friends about the show. Uh, share the Facebook page. Subscribe. Leave us ratings. Whatever. All of that helps more than you guys realize. So please uh, help us out. Help the show out. We want to continue to grow. Um, 
Joe, you got something to say? You got yeah, the yeah, poll? you guys want to do the yeah. poll? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I was, I was, I was getting remember. there. I was trying to vamp. Okay. Anyways, let's do Motherfucker of the Week poll this week. You had the Nashville Predators for raising the regular season Western Conference Championship banner. And golf organizers of the Phil versus Tiger matchup head-to-head, not selling tickets to the general public and trying to push pay-per-view sales. That's my vote. I'm voting for the golf organizers. I think they really... They had an opportunity. They screwed the Pooch Hard. They had an opportunity to make this such a cool event, and now it's just nothing that I want to see. It's just so stupid. It's ridiculous. I wanted to see. I wanted to see Happy Gilmore in a real golf setting. Mm-hmm. I want to see people drinking beer, yelling out shit, talking trash to the players, and I don't get to see any of that now. I get to see rich white guys walking around the course with Tiger and Phil. Cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, fuck you. You're the motherfucker of the week. Who you got? Uh, my vote was for the Predators. That's two weeks in a row that I'm Woo! voting for hockey teams. And the reason I'm going, because I cannot stand for teams, and this kind of ties into a celebration for the, the champagne showers, celebrating and, and honoring something that doesn't really mean shit in the big run. Like, congratulations, you had the best regular season. It would be as if the Mariners prior to <laughs> this year with the the Red Sox doing what they did. Well, and I, the Mariners still have the record, but it'd be like them having a banner out in Safeco Field saying, hey, <laughs> best regular season team ever. But you know what that got us? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's I, the just, Warriors celebrating yeah, their 73 I mean, wins. Yeah, season. you can't just win the regular season. All about them rings, baby. And raise a banner. I mean, nobody at the end of the history and nobody cares if that's all you did. Nobody will ever remember anything about last season except for the Capitals won. The best tweet I saw about it was it was the equivalent of when a job asks you what your experience is and you have to stretch out the one job that you had. And it's like, oh, yeah, I was uh, the manager and the key holder and I closed down the store and I was responsible for a man. And you're just making up bullshit that hey, I'm trying to get jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck you. So just put in your resume one line regular season Western Conference <laughs> champions. How'd be good? It's Joe, who won this one? With a 68 to 32%. Hold on. It's golfers. Golf. Golf, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm not denying that that's not prime motherfuckdom. I just. They just blew it. It's yeah. just. They, they totally blew that one. And I also won 60 to 40 over Drake. Just throwing that out there. I'm a One quote. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I love you. All right, this has been a, a really good show, guys. I, I know it was it was crazy. It was long, uh, but it was a lot of fun. Um, tune in next week. It's just going to be Scott and I. We're going to miss Joe next week. Uh, we'll get his picks. Have Hopefully, fun, Joe. Uh, you may have to throw the dartboard twice when you get back. No, he um, will. Damn. Um, anyways, <laughs> this has been Craft Brew Sports. You guys can follow us anytime you want at Craft B Sports on Twitter and on Instagram. I will be doing that punishment eventually, so follow us on Instagram. You can hit me up at Mike Berlin. Follow Scott at Scott K underscore Junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Uh, hit us up anytime on the drunk line. Leave a message. Uh, we'll get it eventually. We'll get the equipment to get this figured out. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for your support. Cheers, everybody. Think positive. Think Astros. Think Brewers. <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.